7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer-to-computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. I don't self-harm. I have a kitten. Welcome to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, worldwide radio for humans, humans who own cats, who decimate the largest organ on the body, and that is your skin. So, uh, Tennessee, um, has gotten past being cuddly (laughs) and now just wants to be cuddly. (laughs) So anyway, uh, yeah. So I just, I'm looking at my hands and I'm like, my God, my hands and my arms. It's a nightmare. It is like a crime scene up in here. Uh, and, (laughs) uh, several lacerations to the epidermis. Uh, <laughs> and of course, uh, joining me as always on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C. Howdy! I hope that you have enough hydrogen peroxide. Oh, I, I'm just going to start bathing in it now. I'm just going to order like you know, fifty or gallon just drums of spray. it. Uh, yeah, that too. That could be good. And uh, no rubbing alcohol. Yeah, I got the rubbing alcohol, the cotton swabs, the peroxide. You name it. You know, I don't want cat scratch fever. Dun, dun, dun. And I also hate Ted Nugent songs. And uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello. Yes. Hello. I am. Uh, by the way, I'm I'm going through all the old Outer Limits episodes on Hulu. Oh, nice. I've gone through about 27 of them or so. And boy, what a stinky show that was. Really? Oh, it took you 27 episodes to figure it out? Oh, no. I figured it out after the first one. But I'm, you know, diverting my attention. Yeah. And so I start watching these. And boy, how that even got a second season started, I can't <laughs> imagine. See, I, I, is- I never watched it that much. But I know, you know, obviously... It wanted to be the Twilight Zone, right? Oh, desperately. And, you know, <laughs> it's like, it's like you know, the, the nerd in high school who desperately wants to take out a supermodel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not happening. No, no. No, no, it didn't happen. It's kind of like the kid who wants G.I. Joe for Christmas and gets, you know. Action Man. Action Man Charlie. <laughs> Well, actually, Action Man was the, the British version of GI Joe, but there were there were. Don't back uh, me up on this joke. He actually yeah. got the Charlie version of GI Joe. I think it was Frontlines Charlie, or. Oh wow! Oh, yeah. there was one uh, a fighting Yank. That was the one you didn't want. That was actually made by Mego. It was a twelve-inch figure, and it was like not articulated, and it was like a blow mold. So you know what blow mold plastic is? Is that real thin? You know. You know, you get a doll from the dollar store, and it's made out of really thin, hollow plastic. 
that's what <clears throat> that's fighting yank that was made by migo and they they were you know horrible cheap knockoffs of gi joe but yeah, frontline Charlie. <laughs> that sounds about right too. It was something like that. I know yeah. I got it wrong, but well, there were no frontline Charlies on uh, the Outer Limits. But I'll tell you what, that had to be one of the worst ever series put on television. Wow, I'm gonna have to Why'd go back watch? and watch some to see how bad they are. Why'd you watch that many episodes of it? Well, you know, I've you know during the trial, I've been try- trying not to watch it, so I've been amusing myself and i ran across these you know and i said oh gee because there's an, a new version a 1990s version mm-hmm. and then there's the 60s version and i start watching the 60s version and uh lo and behold they are some of the worst written scripts ever i mean if uh science th- you know mystery science theater 3000 yeah. wanted to riff something like for five seasons they can get five seasons out of this they're horrible every one of them involves an alien mm. every single one uh, <laughs> <laughs> i mean there forehead? is no yeah there's no phyllis you know like you know how the twilight zone every, always almost every time had a philosophical yeah. message sure that was tangible i mean there was like one of the ones that stands in in, in my mind was kick the can I don't know mm-hmm. if you remember that one. No. Do you? No. I Kick don't, the Can was about a nursing home. Uh, nursing home residents watching kids play Kick the Can, and they they want to become young again and become kids. And you know, one of them manages. You know, through some supernatural something happens, he becomes a kid, and uh, he invites the others to join him, and 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 you know, relive their childhood. One stays behind because they realize, you know, that can't happen. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was just a very, very poignant. Yeah. Where all they do is have rubber cast, you know, outfits put over human heads and say they're aliens. <laughs> At outer limits, it's really. And, and their ph- philosophical lessons they try to teach you are just like word salad. <laughs> you know, it's like Impressive. ridiculous. You gotta go. You gotta so go back like and watch Sarah Palians. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you know, you hear something like, uh, you know, in heaven and on earth there are mysteries and wonderful things, and one of them is the rain. And I'm thinking, what? What, what the fuck are you talking? Yeah, well, <laughs> we know, know how that they, happens, folks. Because the rain killed off the this these invading alien plants oh water was their weakness yeah that's not uh, you know no and um so it was like something like 32 or 37 episodes in the first season Mm -hmm. and only 17 in the second and now i know why (laughs) well there you go you know and francie started bringing up other uh uh 12 inch uh action figures from back in the day Johnny and Jane West. My sister had the Jane West figure with the horse and all the accessories and everything. I had the Geronimo one. It was really cool. So, but yeah, they were posable, but the horses were not. Um, but yeah, so, um, but now I, I'm, I'm going to have to go watch some of these, Joe, and see just how bad they are. The Outer Limits. Oh, yeah. There are some 
there's some really out there uh, <laughs> ideas. I read one script. I read one script uh, on Wikipedia that's that said that the person had actually had some humor and, and depth of character in the script, and ABC said, "Take it all out. <laughs> all we want are mon- monsters and action." So and she you, said, "Take and she said, mm-hmm. take my name off that script." Yeah, the writer. So an Alan that Smithy production. That tells you production. everything about ABC. <laughs> an Alan, time, anyway. an Alan Smithy production. Yeah, an Alice. So. Yeah, or Alice. Yeah, Smithy. go back and watch a couple of those, <laughs> and uh, you, you'll you'll see. Okay. Well, look at yeah. that. Joe's got a pretty little, bad. little round of applause for Joe, giving us a recommendation for a bad, shitty TV show. Uh, (laughs) yeah old bad 60s show outer limits worst ever maybe yeah well you know what i did on sunday joe you'll appreciate this rain is going to go straight to sleep um but i won't (laughs) i won't expound too much but i did something i uh, susan was uh uh doing a dragon boat no this is saturday susan was doing a dragon boats event and she was gone like all day so i was like well screw it i'm ordering pizza and I'm going to load up the Space Seed, which was the debut of Khan, uh, Khan Nunian mm-hmm. Singh, uh, from, you know, of course, Ricardo Montalban, and I right. think episode 22, season one of the original Star Trek series from the 60s. And then, the best. And then I watched The Wrath of Khan to get the full story. You know, I'd never done mm-hmm. that before. So mm-hmm. it was. It was pretty fun. It was. Uh, I got to say, it was. It was a treat watching those back to back, and and finding out that you didn't leave us on Seti Alpha two, uh, five us on Seti Alpha five or whatever. No, Seti Alpha six, I think. <laughs> but six. Yeah, I, I think they ended up on Seti Alpha six, and Seti Alpha five exploded. Five. They, one of them. They missed. So. They missed. Or no, they SETI Alpha Six exploded and destroyed and ruined it. SETI Alpha Five, something like that. But the one interesting thing is that I'm going to have to go back because I don't remember Chekhov in the episode. But then Chekhov is the guy who finds him in Wrath of Khan. He's like Khan, and uh, and it's like, wait a minute, I don't remember Chekhov have, being in that episode at all. So uh, I'm going to have Khan, yeah. In, no, in in the original series, the original the, one, the space. Oh, oh the space. I don't yeah. remember him being in that that episode. So, because uh, you know, there there was Chekhov wasn't in every stinking single episode. You know, neither was no. Sulu. So Sulu was definitely in that one because I remember he was. I, re- uh, I think, as I recall, Madeline Kahn was his bride, no. his girlfriend. Madeline Kahn was the, the the crew member who fell in love with him. No, that wasn't Madeline Kahn. Not Madeline Kahn. No, I'm, what was her name? <laughs> Madeline Kahn! <laughs> no, not Madeline Kahn. No, now I, I have to look it up. Uh, the, her, the character's name was uh, McIvers. McIvers, yeah, McIvers. But, hey, incidentally, uh, there's a lot of mm-hmm. uh, original Star Trek alumni on uh, Outer Limits, just so you know. Oh, well, there you are. There you are. And one of them was, remember Yeoman Rand? Oh yeah, uh, Race oh, was it? yeah. Oh yeah. Oh no, Major Barrett was uh, Nurse Chapel. Nurse Chapel. No, this was Yeoman Rand. Yeah, yeah. Grace Whitney, I think her name was. Um, yeah, she was on one of them. I loved her checkerboard beehive. I know, wasn't it? Cool? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was I don't crazy. know anything of what you're talking about. 
Well, I, we brought up checkerboard beehives, and you were like, what's this? So, uh, <laughs> but anyway, yes, we're done. We're done talking about this. But thank you. Thank you for letting us indulge, uh, Rain. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so pizza and Star Trek. And, and I'm getting oh, excited about Madeline, watching. Madeline Rue, by the way. Madeline Rue, but Madeline, Madeline and Khan. Khan. <laughs> you know what? <clears throat> I love Madeline Khan in uh, Blazing Saddles when she sang, I'm tired. I'm so oh, tired yeah. of coming and going, going and coming. I don't know if I have <laughs> if I have so tired or not. Um, she was so understated. She was. She was great. Um, uh, let me see. Let me see if I can satisfy Rain's uh, urge for uh, some actual Madeline Con no, here. You cannot satisfy my urge for Madeline Con. Why not? She is. She's a Why? girl crush. She's a girl crush of mine. I was just gonna play some audio if you. Um, oh, okay. Well. You know, but anyway, uh, I don't <laughs> have. I don't have that song. You don't so. have the audio, do you? I don't have the song. Uh, <laughs> do you have her from uh, Young Frankenstein? I don't think I have much audio from Young Frankenstein. Um, but let me see if I have. Uh, where is it? I have. Sorry, I need to organize these audio clips a little bit. Better. I'm so tired. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah. Um, I don't have it. I don't have it. I'm sorry. Um, so anyway, I'm a bad host. So uh, yeah, but anyway, Rain. No, you're um, not. You're <clears throat> you're an awesome host. I was being I persnickety. It's okay. It's just. I appreciate it. Uh, so <laughs> and uh, yeah, so uh, uh, oh yeah, here, here, it's uh, here. I'll I'll play this for you. Is it uh, true what they say about the way you people are gifted? Oh, it's true. It's, it's true. true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. It's yeah, true. So. <laughs> Uh, racial stereotypes. Oh boy, uh, <laughs> Michelle. Michelle in in the chat <laughs> brings up the uh, old, the young Frankenstein. Oh, street, sweet mystery of life, I have found you. Oh, sweet mystery of life, at last I found you. <laughs> yes, you did that very well, right? Welcome, thank you. Bienvenue, welcome, come on in. There you go. Uh, yeah, those are the only two Madeline Kahn ones I know I have right off the bat. So, <clears throat> uh, I'll play this. Uh, I'll be the same, baby. Yeah, so. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, so, uh, well, Rain, I guess that since we're, we're talking about what Joe and I have been watching, have you been watching any interesting uh, things on TV or streaming or Internet to uh, distract from what's going on with uh, the, the never-ending impeachment? Uh, yes. What's yes, that? actually, if you really want to know. Um, we've been we've been watching St Steve um <clears throat> Oh gosh, I can't remember his last name. He's the he's the PBS guy who does um travel shows. Okay. And uh yesterday I watched Je tu Ame Paris or Paris Je tu Ame, which is I love you Paris. Okay. And oh. it's a movie, and it, it took me all day to watch, because I was painting. I was also painting, 
but it's it's a movie that literally just small like two to five minute vignettes from each of the air endorsements of Paris. Mm-hmm. And so the air endorsements, I'm saying, I'm going to say it like I'm American, air endorsements. They're just like the different um, legit like counties of Paris, you could consider them. Ah, <clears throat> the French. Ah, the French. So that's what we, that's what I watched yesterday for the most of the day. The French have a word for it. <laughs> and um, I, I would like to go back. Rick Steves, Cat is right. Rick Steves, that's what go. I was watching. Um, but yeah, because I, I literally, I can't wait until September when we get to leave the country again. Oh yeah, that'll be good. I'm, I'm not even kidding. I mean, we're going back to Paris. We're going to go spend um, some time in Strasbourg. But I just, I just want to look at. I look over there, and you know, France—they overthrew their king in recent history. Uh huh. And I'm thinking we're on the verge of getting a king. Oh yeah. Well, then we yeah. get overthrow. Do well. I would like to believe that. <laughs> you can't have. You can't overthrow if you don't have one. Yeah. But How um, did we get into so, this yeah, mess? I've been, Yeah, I've been watching, you know, I've been watching stuff, you know, about Paris and travel. And then I've just literally been going on to Pandora Mm -hmm. and and, in in the studio painting and listening to music and just trying to be as creative as I can. Well, I got some new, uh, uh, I forgot to tell Michelle this, but I got some mini, mini super fine brushes for doing my customizations, my, my Mego customizations. Uh, So some very, very fine, uh, pointy brushes the other day. I got like a $15 set from Amazon, and they're pretty damn nice. And they kind of have a nice grip on them, too. They've kind of got that little fat, um, kind of like three-sided bulbous part uh, that you can hold on to before the the bristles and all that. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, so yeah, it's kind of nice, and that sounded sounded a little, little obscene. Uh, so <laughs> what uh, do you do? You know off the top of your head what brand? I do not. I can send you a link to what I bought though. Okay. So because uh, I don't think it's like any kind of major brand or anything, but I, I've the you know they're not too shitty because I've used them and like no bristles immediately came out in my paint, you know, or or on what I was oh. painting. So, that irritates the hell out of me. Oh my god, oh my god, that's so irritating. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll I'll share the link in the in the chat room for anybody who wants to buy these brushes. Like I said, it was fifteen bucks. I had some points on one of my cards, so I was like, "Let's buy them. Let's do it." Uh, Did you say pointy, pointy brushes? Points. So points. Detail paint brush. I had some points. Yeah, he did, but he did say pointy brushes. Pointy brushes. Because I, 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 another observation about the '60s. What was it with all the pointy bras back then? Bullet bras. What does that have to do with paint brushes? I was just thinking of pointy, and I was thinking of the women I'm watching on these old TV shows, and it. It was the style at the time. It was the style at the time, Joe. (laughs) It's just like the onion belt. I mean, it, I really do believe that it was the style at the time. Oh I, my god! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I, yeah, like there was. They could make a Twilight Zone episode of a girl that just keeps poking guys' eyes out with those things. 
Yeah, and that would be a girl who came over from the Outer Limits. <laughs> it would be. Yes. Uh, never mind. The girl with the bullet bow. Choo, choo, areola <laughs> bullets. Boo, oh, boo, wow. boo. Okay. What? <laughs> Another show I've been watching, by the way, is an ABC show. Areola's a step too far? Come on, I, I, I just, that sounds painful is all. <laughs> it does. I've been watching a show on ABC called Emergence. Did you see, has anyone watched that? No, no. No? no? I have oh, not. Okay. No, but I did watch, oh my God, I watched this mo- movie. It's on Netflix right now. I watched it last night with Susan. She was like, okay, that's too much. We need to watch a rom-com now. I was like, okay. <laughs> There's a movie called uh, Invitation, or The Invitation mm-hmm. on Netflix. And basically this uh, this guy gets an invitation, him and his girlfriend uh, get an invitation from his ex-wife and uh, her new husband or something like that. Uh, to go to a dinner party, and it like starts off really weird and awful and everything, and and you know they 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 there's an incident with the car on the way there, and it's in California, and uh, they get to this dinner party, and it looks like it's a cult recruitment thing, and that I'll just leave it there. That starts off pretty quick. There's no, you know, I mean that's pretty much going to be in the premise of the trailer if you watched it anyway, but um, but yeah. And it's really good. <laughs> it's really good. Um, and, of course, it has that, oh, my God, that guy from American Horror Story who played the evil clown, that actor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. I know who you mean. Yeah, and it's like every movie he's in, you just know he's going to be fucking evil. <laughs> you know? And um, But, yeah, so that was uh, that's a great movie. If you want a good, good, uh, a good creepy thriller, Oh, that's good. Rain, you'll hate it. Oh, it sounds like I would. <laughs> yeah. But then uh then Susan made me watch Young Adult with uh the the uh, what what's the what's that writer's name? Um did Juno and stuff like that. Uh she was very popular for a while. She's Cody. I don't know, but if she did Juno, I'd probably like it. Uh something Cody. Um, uh, she's got a, a, a weird name, so Cat probably knows it. Um, but yeah, it was a young adult, and it has Charlize Theron, um, and uh, Patton Oswalt, and okay, um, if it has Charlize Theron, there's another one of my girl crushes. And uh. it also has Patrick Wilson from The Conjuring, Aquaman, and The Watchmen. <laughs> so those three movies. Now you're talking about it wouldn't like. You were talking about John Carroll Lynch. Is that who you're talking about? John Carroll Lynch. Uh, oh, the actor, the the big, the kind Twisty. of burly, burly Twisty. bald guy. Yeah. Yeah, Twisty the Clown. He also played on the most recent American Horror Story, um, and he played a, a serial killer. Yeah, he he kind of always does. He was also he, in. Yeah, he, he was in uh, Channel Zero. He was in a season of Channel Zero where he played this like creepy zombie dad. Oh God! Okay. It was all yeah. it, you. Got to watch that. You got to watch that. If you like American Horror awful, awfulness, watch it. No, no, no. For good, it's good. Watch Channel oh. Zero. Watch Channel Zero. I think you'll like it. the first series is kind of suck, but the the other ones are good. But if you like American Horror Story, you'll like Channel Zero. So it was like I like three. some of American Horror Story. You know, some yeah. of, some of the seasons were good, some of them not so good. But uh, overall, I've enjoyed it. But he he's been great as uh, Twisty. <laughs> twisty 
and uh, lately as a serial killer. Yeah, there's, uh, but yeah, Channel Zero. There are, I think, three series that can't got canceled in 2017. Um, the first season, no, uh, let me see, no, four. There's four seasons: Candle Cove, No End House, Butcher's Block, and The Dream Door. Butcher's Block's a real good, good, and so is a No End House. Those two are really good. The Dream Door is okay. Candle Cove is kind of lame. But yeah, seasons two and three I recommend. Of uh, and they're unrelated. They're completely like different actors. Every it's like American Horror Story, but they change all the actors. So, mm-hmm. but um, but yeah. So also something Rain would hate, especially Butcher's Block. <laughs> that one's awful. Um, <laughs> I mean gory. But yeah. uh, anyway, yeah. So well, look at that. We didn't talk about the impeachment at all. Uh so far but i do have a lot of audio for that it's good you know you know get something out there positive and fun before we delve into all this and uh and there you go and rain did you uh, diablo cody thank you cat i knew it was uh yeah so devil cody uh but yeah rain i don't know if you saw the link but i i posted the the brushes there for you um, okay, I'm gonna go back to it. I'll no, no, no. I'll, I'll I'll post it. I'll post it in in uh, our in the production chat in case you missed it. So, so you'll no, have it. No, because I would I would actually like something that's got really fine stuff because I'm getting to a point in my painting mm-hmm. where um, that sort of thing mm-hmm. might help. And and yeah. Anyway. Well, I've posted it. I'll post. About. Yeah, no problem. I, no, that's fine. But no, no, I, I understand. No, no, no. I like talking about brushes and crafting and stuff. Miles and Michelle can tell you. Um, uh, but yeah, so I posted it again in the chat room and also again over in our production chat. So, okay, but yeah, thank you. Cheap, and there's a lot of them too. It's I think there's um, it's a set of ten. One, two, three, four, five, Why six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, 10. And I can't even read the name on it. Golden? Golden brushes. With a maple handle. Golden maple, I think is what it says. So, yeah. Wow. But, yeah, they're, they got teeny oh, tiny those, ones. Those are good for... those. Actually, looking at those pictures, those are really good for doing small, small oh, yeah. work. I haven't even used the smallest for what I'm doing. Because the middle ones are pretty damn small. I'm using, like, the, the zero right now. So zero z- zero <laughs> zero yeah speaking of, we'll hear from that zero a little bit later uh but anyway um let's go ahead and uh go to the break um let's see um i think we'll listen to true if destroyed haven't heard that song in a while so i would like to play it but yeah, so we're going to go ahead and run to the break. When we come back, we'll start getting into some of the audio I've cobbled together for everybody. Um, you know, and maybe uh, for, uh, you know, uh, if, you, if you think about it, when we do name calling, if you want to point out some movies or TV shows that you want to recommend everybody, we'll try and read those out. Um, or we'll try and come up with bad TV shows for you to watch. Tell you what, I'll give everybody an episode of... Uh, oh, there you go, The Outer oh, Limits. Outer Limits. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So, uh, anyway, uh, break time. We'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night right after this. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, 
You will know how to turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody, for walking more. Your name and that of your lover.
I could kiss you in the mouth. I am Miles Legant, inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Our host, Adam Hebert, will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife, Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! And Metal Master Kenny Pick will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All is well! All is well! Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. is Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had It's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome to it. And what's this I hear? Stephanie Miller quit drinking. Uh, and good for her. Good for her. If she, if she saw it being an issue or something like that... Um, uh, but I saw like there were people over on the Stephanie Miller chat room, even some uh, maybe even some of our chatters or, or occasional chatters and in, in friends uh, saying apparently she says, I don't drink like every other word now. <laughs> so I, I haven't heard her show in a while. But uh, but it's like, well, you know, good for her. You know, let it be let it be an accomplishment for her if, if, if she wants it to be. But but apparently pe- well. people were people were saying she just keeps saying it over and over. But. Well, more power to her. Evidently, she had to stop drinking two two weeks before. She had plastic surgery again. Oh. And so she had to stop. She couldn't drink for the two weeks before the surgery. Mm. And then she couldn't drink during recovery. 
And she came back after, um, you know, and welcome back. Break. Welcome back, Rain for Freedom's Blog, Washington, D.C. Thank you for filling us in. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. No, 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 no. It's um, okay. But, uh, yeah, so after, you know, she she didn't drink for two, three weeks, and she just hasn't picked up drink since. And she does mention a lot. But, oh, okay. <clears throat> so you know, I then just... she said, I'm going into dry January, which I guess is a thing the kids do these days. I don't. So. I didn't know the kids were doing dry January. I didn't know it was a thing until recently. <laughs> well, good for her if she if she's if she's you know m- making a, a change. That's good. Um, so, but no, I had no idea she was getting plastic surgery again. Ouch. Um, yeah, evidently, if you want to know the others, the, I, I this is something because I do st- I do still listen to the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, years ago, I guess she was in a really really physically abusive relationship, and she said this on the show. Yeah. Um, and her partner at the time, like, must have slugged her in the nose. Oh, God. And this is way back, you know, uh, way back. And she finally decided just, what the hell, get my nose fixed, get everything fixed. So, yeah. good for her. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, and, uh, of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hi. Welcome back. Thank so, you. Uh, yeah. So, do you still listen to Stephanie Miller, Joe? I do occasionally. Yes, right. I I used to listen to her every single day when I was at work. Yeah, but uh, nowadays intermittently. Yeah, I because it, I, watch, I watch old TV shows. Well, and and honest to God, I you know I appreciate you know them you know giving me shout outs here and there and everything. It never really changed the show you know my show but i did feel like i was i was influenced style wise a little bit so i pretty much just stopped listening to all other liberal talk just because i don't and not just that it's it's like i get burnt out of this show sometimes (laughs) you know on this show so it's like i don't want to hear the same people saying the same things you know and i don't Uh i don't i don't want to collide on the same jokes and shit like that either so you know it's just it, it's just a it's a lifestyle choice. Um, <laughs> I, don't I speaking of listening to the show, mm-hmm. I actually um, got a chance to hang out with Sandy and Derwood this weekend. Oh, good. And uh, also uh, Sue in Rockville, and you. I don't know if you remember <clears throat> across the street, our our neighbor Jamie. She was at the party. We were drunk, so you probably don't remember her. But uh, our neighbor Jamie and Sandy are friends with Brian Karam, who is a CNN contributor. He's <clears throat> sorry. He also um, reports for Playboy. He's he's the reporter who likes to get under Trump's skin. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, so we went. We all went up to go see his band this weekend. We we all hung out. It was a really good time. Mm-hmm. So. Well, that yeah. sounds fun. That sounds awesome. It so, was fun. Um. So anyway, all right. It, it, let's let, let's stop delaying the inevitable, though, <laughs> and get into some of this awful audio. Well, something that happened. Uh, the the uh, we we heard about this. We talked about this on Friday. The secret recording that we were waiting for the audio for, um, and it's obviously with the stuff that happened with Bolton. This got dropped like a 
sack of hot nickels. Um, why they got to be hot? Um, sorry, that's that's an inside nickel joke. Nickel melts quicker than <laughs> silver. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. So, but uh, anyway, yeah, I uh, uh, this um, this is some of the audio from that. Uh, listen to this. The biggest problem there, I think, where we where you need to start is we got to get rid of the ambassador. It's, she's still left over from the Clinton administration. Where the ambassador were Ukraine? Yeah, and she's basically walking around telling everybody, wait, he's going to get impeached. Uh, just wait. Like, I mean, really? it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's incredible. It's like, be gone tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> What's uh, I don't remember his name. Remember his name. Yeah. Back. So one yeah, of the things that will be, now that we have a secretary State that's been this morning. Get rid of her. Hooray. Get her out tomorrow. Okay. Get her out tomorrow. Take her out. Okay. Excellent. Do it. Excellent. Good. Yeah, that's about uh, Ambassador um, Ivanovich. Basically, talking like a mob boss. Take her out. Okay, very good. And that was recorded with uh, Igor Fruman's phone. And there was actually video. There was actually video, so you know it was Trump on the tape beforehand. The phone, the phone was like moving around as if it was in, you know, Fruman's hand or something like that, as if to, you know, like record. But it was video. But he set the phone down so nobody could tell it was recording. And there's the tape. There's the audio. Lordy, I hope there are tapes, and there are. Um. My, 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 how, how careless Hillary Clinton was with national security and stuff, right? Um, well, didn't, didn't, there's two things. There's two things I want to say this. First off, two, three years ago, this stupid shit given bitched on Twitter about how, oh my God, Obama tapped my, my lines. Obama tapped yeah. me. Yeah. He was at a freaking dinner party at Mar-a-Lago. Tapped his wires. For 30, <laughs> what was it, 38 minutes? 38 minutes. So there's no security down there at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. And then the other thing, so you said it was Igor Fruman, right? Igor Fruman recorded it and the the other voice you heard mostly on the tape was Lev Parnas. It was Lev Parnas. So Igor Fruman recorded it. Mm -hmm. Which says to me that Igor Fruman gave the video to either Lev Parnes or Lev Parnes's lawyer. Yeah. And and not only that, not only that, remember the bit of audio we revisited last Tuesday or last Friday? Um uh the, it, let's revisit that again right now. Uh, and, and listen to what he says about Lev Parnas. In response to Lev Parnas, who says that your efforts in Ukraine were all about 2020. You just wanted Joe Biden out. What's your response? Well, I don't know him. I don't know Parnas, other than I guess I had uh, pictures taken, which I do with thousands of people, including people today that I didn't meet, but uh, just met him. Uh, I don't know him at all. Don't know what he's about. Don't know where he comes from. Know nothing about him. Really? I can only tell you this thing is a big hoax. It's a big hoax. Uh, we Bullshit. call it, uh, this is the current hoax. We've gone through the Russian witch hunt. Uh, we've gone through a lot of them from probably before I came down the escalator, but certainly since I came down the escalator, you take a look at what's happened. 
And in the meantime, our country, it doesn't matter what he do, he's trying to probably make a deal for I don't even know who this man is, other than I guess he attended fundraisers, so I take a picture with him. Uh, I'm in a room, I take pictures with people, I take thousands and thousands of pictures with people all the time. Thousands during the course of a year. All right, we already heard what happened, and uh, I have a clip for Trump. Lady doth protest too much, methinks. Yeah, because you were sitting across from a fucking table with him. That fundraiser, that wasn't mm-hmm. like a giant fundraiser. That was like 12, 20 people top sitting in a room. And he was talking to Parnas directly about Yovanovitch and told him to take her out. We don't even know if it was a fundraiser. At least I don't. Yeah. I've I've been led to believe that it was a dinner party. That's what it looked like to me. But, you know, it, it looks like one of those, Joe, it looks to me like in kind of an inner circle fundraiser, like buy access to the president kind of shit. Yeah. But think about this. This is the guy he says he doesn't know at all. Mm-hmm. Never had a conversation with him. Never. Mm-hmm. Um takes lots of pictures he's just like one of the thousands of people that just take selfies with him right yet that's the same guy that just told him about the ambassador to ukraine yeah and he on that guy's word he said take her out yes but he doesn't know yet he doesn't even know him yeah Coffee boy and and i would also like to say Trump's uh, catchphrase is, um, you're fired. You're fired. He is, at this point, when this recording was made, was the president of the United States. And just today or yesterday, he actually said, I can fire whoever I want. He didn't say that in that Mm -hmm. clip. He said, get rid of her. Yeah, take her out. out. To a guy that he does not know. Yeah. Yeah. To a guy he's never had a conversation with. I mean, I, I he's guess. lying about that. Joe's laying and on so the sarcasm. I, yeah, I, but, I, I know that. I know that. But it, it's just, it, I think this is really important because he could have said, I'm going to have her fired. Yeah. Considering the fact that he loves to say, you're fired, you're fired. No, he slipped right into the whole mafioso thing. Take her out. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he was joking about that, especially when either. we found out all that stuff about um, this, what, that, I can't remember that freaking guy who's running for Congress in Connecticut, who, you know, said, oh, we're, we're following her. We're, we know exactly what every one of her movements are. It's, it's, you remember, uh, I can't yeah. remember his name, but, you know, he said that to Lev Parnas and there oh, yeah, again, yeah, yeah. that guy tapes about this it's this unbelievable this is really fucked up I think that she really was her life really was in danger and she didn't know it at the time somebody somebody told her get the hell out of there yeah yeah and, and I mean and this was and again this audio was 2018 yes which is really important too because he didn't hold the money back for Ukraine until 2019 it should be remembered that all the money that congress gave to to the administration 
2017 and 2018, it went to Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah, this is, uh, I mean, it, the, the depths of depravity in the, the trail of lies runs so thick and scummy that, uh, you know, I just don't see how he can survive all this. You know, although this has this has been buried now because of the Bolton stuff, um, but it's still there. I would hope that you know, and I have been watching the impeachment. Um, Deb is in the chat room. Oh, holy smokes! Well, hello, stranger. Deb, um, hi, honey. Former Ken. former turn up the night co-host. Uh, welcome. Back, Deb, but this is she. She popped in uh, late last year too, I think. So, um, but yeah, we, we're glad to have you anytime. Uh, but no, this this is uh, hopefully somebody brings this up during the impeachment hearing. Uh, I I don't I haven't been watching. I don't know if they're. It's, I I don't think it's going to be brought up at this point. Yeah, well, the, I would the love defense, for them. To, I would love the for somebody to play its case today. Oh, okay, all right. So, um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I literally, this will be brought up in house hearings. You know, the yeah. house can still continue to have hearings. Mm hmm. That's true. That's true. So, uh, but yeah, so anyway, I, I want to, um, and, but hopefully we can get some witnesses called and, uh, let, let's play this, uh, uh, Mitt Romney, uh, uh, came out and said, uh, that he wants to hear from Bolton. Still don't like him, but, you know, we'll see. But I hope to be able to hear from John Bolton. I think with a story that came out uh, yesterday, it's increasingly apparent that it would be important to hear from John Bolton. Uh, I, I, of course, will make a final decision on witnesses after we've heard from not only the prosecution, but also the defense. But I think at this stage, it's pretty fair to say that uh, John Bolton has a, a relevant uh, testimony to provide to those of us who are sitting in impartial justice. Do you, do you believe that questions about whether and who saw the manuscript in the White House and whether or not some of the defense team might have already seen some of the stuff that's been in this book? Well, I, I presume that if uh, John Bolton is given the opportunity to testify, uh, that there'll be a lot of uh, discussion about who knew what, where, uh, and so forth. But at this stage, I think it would be conjecture to try and uh, comment on that. Eh, whatever. Playing it safe, old mittens. Uh, but, you know, it, it, at the very least, he's saying he wants to hear from Bolton. Will there be enough? Well, uh, you know, uh, uh, you you brought it up. You said it was breaking news uh, from earlier, Rain. And Joe, I don't know. And you, you said that. And Joe, Joe said that Washington. And Joe's right. I saw the Washington Post article and CNN. So we have Wall Street Journal, CNN, Washington Post. They are all reporting that Mitch McConnell, as of tonight, does not have the votes to prevent John Bolton or any witnesses, actually. I mean, I think uh, that I think that the GOP is looking for John Bolton in particular. Yeah. But they 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 can't stop witnesses. Oh, poor Mitch. Uh, we'll see uh, what happens between yeah. now and Friday because I don't trust Mitch. Yeah, he's, he's as dirty as they come. Sure. And you know what? And Honestly, I don't trust any of, go ahead, trust any of those Republicans either. No. And, you know, it was interesting, uh, Joe, I was over in, uh, you know, the place I should never go, comment section. We'll never find 
the more wretched. And of course, all these Republicans, all these conservatives were saying, oh, now you think John Bolton's the paragon of virtue just because he wants to come out against Trump. No. No. Trump hired him. Trump said he hired the best people. Um, John Bolton, I wouldn't trust him as far as I could throw his hefty, hefty mustache. Um, actually, I could probably whip that thing pretty far. Um, but, uh, but, uh, the, the, Excuse me, why my point, <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> my, we're not whipping out the mustache, but, um, <laughs> but the, the thing is, you know, it's like, I'll take the word over John Bolton, you know, before I take the word of anybody, Trump or any of his bobblehead cultists combined. I mean, because they, Joe, they don't know what they believe until Fat Donnie tweets it or somebody Trump explains a tweet, you know? They're soulless zombies. Gutless, soulless. They They think. uh, 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 Soulless zombies. Yeah. And they, they think lying is a virtue. Here's the thing if I understand the way that this goes, and maybe I'm wrong, but I. Um, if, if Bolton is called as a witness, the House managers get to question him, too. Yeah. Well, I I mean, we can we know what to expect from, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, Dershowitz and Ken Starr <laughs> and Sokolow, who did, did you guys see John Lovitz? Did you see John Lovitz as Alan Dershowitz? <laughs> yes, in hell. Uh, oh, God. Oh, my that God. Was that but, was funny. But, um, yeah. so they can, they, they'll probably be able to question him, too, but we have our house managers. And I don't think mm-hmm. they're going to see Dershowitz or Ken Starr anymore. I think they were, they were window dressing. Well, that is an ugly damn window. <laughs> I know. It, really, that's like, he was wearing his tidy whiteies on it. The whole weird. time. He kept his underwear time. on the whole time. <laughs> he had that old, old Russian woman with him and his tidy whiteies. The oldest Russian woman. The oldest one in the world. She was like 217 years old. Or he maybe just seven or maybe just seventeen. She <laughs> was so old. She was so old, that Russian woman, she literally knitted his tidy whiteies. Oh dear God! Don't. Uh, she was so old. She introduced Lenin to Trotsky. Oh my God! Oh wow! And there you Trotsky go. Trotsky is why she had to knit him a new set of. Because oh, he, he, he had the Trotskys. He had the Trotskys. Oh wow! Uh, oh my. Oh God. my God! Uh, so. So I do. I. Look, I don't trust. I don't trust them. I'm not saying no. trust and believe in that, but this still is good news that that he doesn't have the votes, and it yeah, it's not it's not dead and it's not over yet. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's let's go to the break a little bit early right now because I want to. I really want to jump feet first into some more of this audio. Because I've got reactions galore to uh, the possibility of Bol- of the Bolton bombshell, the possibility of him testifying, some of the um, the the abysmal Trump defense uh, team. Oh my God, what a hot fucking mess! Um, but yeah, we've got uh, all kinds of stuff I want to get to. But uh, let's go to the break now, and like I said, jump in feet first into the into the um, the quagmire, as it were. 
And uh, yeah, and we'll be right back. And and how crazy of a world is it when we trust a neocon more than we trust a Trump cultist? Um, you know, I I, I never thought I'd see the day that an administration would be even worse than the George W. Bush Dick Cheney administration. <laughs> oh dear Lord. Anyway, we're gonna go to the break. We'll be right back with more turn up the night right after this. Something is going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's gonna happen? Something wonderful. This is Metal Aficionado, Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. Danger. 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 Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. No, Will Robinson. Danger. Another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Hmm. It might be interesting. Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pitt, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, worldwide radio for humans. And, of course, joining me as always, the one and only Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, sir. Hi there. Hi, buddy. How are you doing? Eh, you know, it's eh, Tuesday. Eh. Got some meds stuff Meds of meds, on. as they say it. Yeah. <laughs> meds of meds. Uh, there you go. Uh, and Rain from Four Freedoms Log, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble, the Swamp. Hola. Rain. She just muted. Because I heard her say, oh, God, when I played the Jay Suckalo danger clip. So, uh, Rain, are you there? Uh-oh, we lost her. So, um... I'm, you know, uh, you played the uh, you played uh, the clip from uh, Will Robinson. You know, Danger. To yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I wanted to ask everybody in the chat: Has anybody seen the new season one or two of the I new uh, Lost in Space? I've seen season one. I haven't started season two yet. Um, I think Dad said he was watching that. And what um, do you think of the new robot? I think it's pretty cool. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, it's not you know 
Oh, wish it was a little. There's rain. She's unmuted now. I'm I'm back. I was feeding the dogs. Oh, okay. I understand. All right. So, uh, no, I, I, season one was very good. Let's not talk about it too much because Rain doesn't want to hear about this. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, uh, no, it's she, just that the robot brought up. I thought the new robot is kind of cool. I think it's cool. It it, it, it leaves me wanting a little uh, the the old robot, but you know. But anyway, we shouldn't be talking about robots. Robot. So no. Well, not right now. What, Hi, Rain. What robots are you talking about? Lo- the new version of Lost in Space on Netflix. Oh, good God. Okay. Hi. <laughs> See? Told you. <laughs> told you. Don't ever say I didn't try to pretend. I didn't want to know. Yeah. Let's talk then sports. You, then you found out. Oh, my God. Yeah. We uh, can talk, we let's could talk, talk sports. sports. <laughs> I'd rather get to the audio because we're never going to get through it at this point. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, but uh, I want to I want to play this uh, a bit of audio from um, Chris Wallace and uh, you know on the bombshell of the John Bolton audio. Um, I don't have the clip that was making the rounds, unfortunately. But you know, get your facts straight. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, Sorry, not the best Chris Wallace, but I'm working on it. Sound a little more like pretty a, good. It was pretty good. Sounded more like a bad Jimmy Stewart. Well, get your facts straight, Zuzu. Uh, so you and your pedals, you and your pedals, snowflakes. Say what's the idea? Of setting my kid home half naked in the snow. Um, so <laughs> I ought to come down there and bop you on the nose. Um, anyway, yeah. So Chris Wallace, won't you come out tonight? Come out tonight. <laughs> I'm I'm moving my hands back and forth on my knees like the jitterbug or whatever. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so Chris Wallace with a little bit of Brett Bear uh, at the end. Um, again, you know, talking about the gravity of the Bolton uh, uh, bombshell, and it is a bombshell. If you want a sense of how big the news is that we've heard in the last uh, 12 hours, 14 hours, just listen to the Trump supporters, frankly, like Congressman Lee Zeldin and a lot of others, spinning like crazy that it isn't big news, and you get a sense that this is really an important development in this case. Let's put it in the context of where we were, where thought we were going to be this morning, and that is that it appeared that the drive to call witnesses in the Senate had basically petered out. It wasn't going to happen, that you were going to have the defense lawyers for the president present their case over the next uh, today and possibly tomorrow. We were going to have the the hours of question and answer, and then uh, there was going to be a vote on witnesses that was going to fail, and the president was going to be acquitted. There was a lot of talk that this trial was going to be over by Friday. Mm -hmm. Uh, That may still happen, but it seems seems to me it's much, much less likely because the main argument that the defense has made is there's no firsthand evidence that the president specifically conditioned support for Ukraine on political investigations of the Democrats and of Joe Biden. And here you have, uh, according to the New York Times report, uh, the transcript of one of the people, and the name of his book is, in the room where it happened, uh, of course, the line from the Hamilton musical, uh, one 
one of the guys who was in the room, former national security advisor John Bolton, saying, no, President Trump told me directly, no aid released until Ukraine began those investigations. Seems to me that it's going to be awfully hard for those Republican senators in the middle, maybe even some more senators than that, to now vote against witnesses. And I can tell you one other factor here. I suspect that you're going to find there are a lot of Republicans in that Senate lunch that's happening right now who are furious with the White House saying, why didn't you give us a heads up on this? We were no witnesses. There was nothing to see here. And you knew because the transcript was submitted some time ago, you knew that he was going to basically incriminate you. So you've put egg on our faces. Yeah, the manuscript went to the NSC to review December 30th, we're told. Uh, so they've had it for a number of weeks. Who inside the White House knew about it? Who saw it? The president claimed that he he didn't uh, today, huh. but did the White House counsel know that they had the manuscript? Uh, wow. <laughs> Fox News reporting, everyone. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, I heard somewhere recently Shep Smith, Shep Smith was talking to MSNBC. So I heard that, too. Yeah. But um, but yeah. So Chris Chris Wallace, Brett Bear, who knew what? And when do they know it? Old old fat Donnie said he didn't know. I didn't hear I don't it. I don't know. I didn't know. Cause um, I would I would believe, believe I would believe, believe that for a minute. I I would believe that somebody told him and he forgot. Is what I would believe. Because I don't think the guy has any, you know, uh, you know, can retain a, a memory, of, uh, you know, I mean, t- to save his life. I really don't. You know, I think he's... Do you he, he's, believe that White House counsel was not aware of it? Um, I mean, I guess what I'm asking is, <clears throat> do, 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 not necessarily you, but I have a... I'll, let me rephrase it. I have a hard time believing that the White House is so compartmentalized that only the office of the NSC knew mm-hmm. about this. Yeah. I have a very hard time believing that uh, Cipollone didn't get a heads up. Oh, you mean Patsy Bologna? Yeah. Didn't at least get a heads up like, okay, the NSC has got this and we're hearing some stuff from them. Mm-hmm. That maybe you need to cover your ass somehow. I just have, I believe, I really believe, this whole entire trial has been a cover-up. Yeah. But I have a, I believe that there were more people in the White House than the NSC that knew about this transcript. And, and I can see why certain senators were like, they're blaming the White House. They they should be blaming Mitch McConnell because Mitch McConnell said, I am working directly with the White House to help with this cover-up. So if Mitch McConnell didn't know, either the White House fucked him over too or he decided to withhold it from all of the senators. Yeah. Y- y'all can't tell me. Because, the, the, you know, the thing, the idea, the idea that their defense has been up until yesterday, and even today, that there were no first-hand witnesses. John Bolton was a first-hand witness. Literally, the title of his book, The Room Where It Happened. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to pretend like nobody knew. Yeah. 
Oh, and don't think that Trump cultists haven't been freaking out, too, that the book was named after uh, something from Hamilton, either. Oh, it was named after a liberal musical. Slur, slur, slur. You know. With a Latin man who wrote it. Oh, more slurs. All the slurs. Slur. So that's what I'm going to say now from now on instead of ever quoting them directly. Slur. All the slurs. Um. But yeah, Joe, uh, throw in your two bits before I uh, torture everyone here with something. What are you going to torture them with in hell? I'm going to torture you all. I'm not going to tell you. Well, I'm sitting here watching CNN, and Alan Dershowitz is on with his tidy whities. Is he? Is he on there, really? Yes, with Jeff Tubin and Anderson Cooper. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my oh god! Oh my god! <laughs> and and I, I have the sound muted, but I just want to point out that Jeff Tubin is uh, uh, Dershowitz's uh, lips are flapping. Yeah, and his tidy whities are jumping up and down <laughs> because his lips but, are flapping. Yeah, and Jeff Tubin is just sitting there. laughing (laughs) Uh, i can't wait for that audio because jeffrey tubin has been on fire last couple days so in the middle looking like oh my god (laughs) yeah i you know what irritates me joe right now because dershowitz was a cnn contributor Mm -hmm. and and right now he's and i'm i'm calling out cnn right now he's on the president's defense team he, he shouldn't be on cnn well he th- th- i mean you know, msnbc is having adam schiff on i mean you know there, there's a lot of participants in this uh, i don't have any there's a difference to me I, there's a difference i think the more you let him adam let schiff is not a contributor talk, to cnn he's not a yeah. paid contributor oh well, yeah he's an elected official um uh, is i don't think uh Dershowitz is anymore. Then he shouldn't be on CNN. The Dershbag. I I say let him talk. Because the more he talks, the more Jeff Tubin and Anderson Cooper makes a fool out of him. I mean, his arguments are stupid. They're just stupid. Even even to a non-legal mind, his arguments are stupid. What he's saying is is that you can't impeach a president. That really impeachment is bad. The Dershbag. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I, mean, I, I, mean, I wanted uh, to. What, what he's saying is, is there, there's, you know, basically there's no reason to impeach anybody. Yeah. I, to, to, to Dershowitz, he's never seen a criminal who ever committed a crime. Yeah. <laughs> true. So that's that's, uh, that's him in a Epstein, OJ I mean, Simpson. Who's the guy that class, butchered his wife? Von, yeah. Bulo. Yeah. Klaus oh, yeah. Von Bulo. Yeah. Von Stiegelberger, whatever that was. Yeah. Who was that guy? And, I don't know. And and uh, and Jeffrey Epstein, you know, and and you know, telling thing about Dershowitz, he oh, made I think a he also represented Prince Andrew. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I think. I, I, just just I a quick thing about Dershowitz. Dershowitz Go is ahead, being interviewed by uh, by um, oh, oh, what, oh, what's her name? Swan. Um, anyway. She's, I think, with the Daily Beast or whatever. And 
he says he says to her that he can't he's not invited to cocktail parties anymore on Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, he's I don't and that Jeffrey Epstein is the and this listen to this this set you right off. He says to the interviewer and she said she like started to sweat when she he said this. He said the worst thing that ever happened to him was Jeffrey Epstein. Oh my what his dying or his meeting him? No, being the worst was that, in other words, being involved with Jeffrey Epstein and not OJ Simpson. No, but but the point is, really, the this worst is, thing that happened is, to you, the worst, thing that, the worst thing that happened to you from Jeffrey Epstein, yeah. was that you don't get invited to cocktail parties. Oh, 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 I, I, I get it, I get it now. Okay, yeah, yeah. So the worst. Yeah, he, the worst thing that happened to you was meeting Jeffrey Epstein. In other words, Jeffrey Epstein, the worst thing that, that affected you was that, that knowing him got you uninvited to cocktail parties. I would... Not that dis- you were raped. Not, not that, that his you were, you innocence was stolen. Yeah, not, yeah not, I, not, would, not, I would argue, actually, the worst thing that happened to Alan Dershowitz is that he got caught palling around with Jeffrey Epstein. Hmm. Yeah, wow. and and that's 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 the part. Okay, you see. But you see, this is this, this is this is white the older white man privilege right here. People yeah. that they can't even see. Can't the do it. The interviewer said she started to, to. She actually, you you must know her. What's what's her name? Uh, Woodruff. 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 Betsy Woodruff. Betsy Woodruff. And her last name is Swan. Now, she she married Jonathan Swan. Up from Axios. Yes, they're married. Oh, okay. But. Well. Uh, Right. So uh, Betsy Woodruff said, she said, I actually started to sweat. She said, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. That yeah. The worst thing that happened to you is that you that's, don't get involved, it's invited hideous. to your circle of liberal friends because of Jeffrey Epstein. That so, is hideous. So Jeffrey Epstein, yeah, it wasn't wasn't that what Jeffrey Epstein did to all yeah. victims. It's what he did to you. What and your happened social to life. me? Oh, my what God. What a piece of shit you are. And isn't doesn't that really Steve. kind of roll into the perfect? Maybe he is the perfect defense attorney for Trump. Really, really, he is he is because he never so. met a criminal that committed a crime. Anyway, I want to do this with my voice Damn modulator sorry. and call him the the name the, the Dershbag. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, been uh, trying to squeeze that in, but um, uh, yeah. So speaking of. Do- that's okay. No, no, no. That's important. That's important. All right. Uh, here, everybody. Here's I'd like something. To you... Find out if Alan Dershowitz yeah. ever defended a woman. Oh boy, that would be interesting. Um, probably not. Uh, but here we go. Here's something we haven't heard in a very long time, folks. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Limbaugh the Hutt. You know, this is your, your, where did, where did, what, what? All right, Limba perfectly displayed, Limba the Hut perfectly displayed on his radio program yesterday. Um, what truly matters uh, regarding John Bolton? 
because he knows him. He's friends with him. I mean, he he says, listen, un, I mean, un fucking. He has felt the sweet, sweet swish of that mustache. Uh, Oh wow! Uh, (laughs) I thought you, (laughs) I thought you were gonna say the sweet. He's never felt the sweet sting of sweat in his eyes from a hard day's work. Uh, <laughs> no, I, well, it could be. It's, imagine uh, like John Bolton's mustache swaying in the wind like that one book cover model. Yeah, um, I can't remember his name, but any of the any of the book cover models, like uh, the romance Fabio. novels. Fabio. Fabio. Imagine, yeah, John Bolton's. Imagine John Bolton will. John Paul Bolton with the. F- Fabio mustache. Mm. Imagine John Walton with Paul Wolfowitz's comb. Oh God! Oh God! He'd eat oh it. my God! Seriously, he, oh my he God. would actually eat it with. He would eat a salad with it. <laughs> okay, um, but here we go. Uh, uh, this is what uh, Limbaugh the Hut said. Um, what's more important than the truth? Uh, ladies, oh God, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> let me let me just clear that out real quick. I'm sorry. It's like the same exact length as the clip. So here you go. I've 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 had dinner with John Bolton a couple times. I've met him two or three times. I bet I bet I knew who ate more. Anyway, continuing. And if this passage in the book is true, and this is actually what he's intending, it's not the John Bolton I thought I knew. I I did I this this kind of disloyalty. And, and, you, and you may say, well, Royce is not disloyal. He's simply telling the truth. The president didn't want to give him. Yeah, but it is disloyal. To who? To Trump. Yeah. To Trump. To Trump. To Trump. To Trump. Do you take a pledge to the Constitution, to the nation, even if you are serving the at the pleasure of the president, you still owe everything to this country to the constitution above the 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 whoever's president you serve it you might serve at the pleasure of the president but when you serve you serve the nation and you serve the constitution but limbaugh said there oh well what about the truth what about the truth i'm sorry it's just disloyalty to trump that's what it is Unfucking believable. What am I saying? Unbelievable. Totally believable from these bobblehead cultists. It, it 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 is stunning. It is stunning because again, if you go back to the Bush years, Rush Limbaugh was all in for going into going into war with Iran. He loved Bolton. Yeah, they all loved. They loved him. Yeah. Every fucking one of these Republicans loved Now Bolton. he's a he was rhino. The ultimate neocon. Now he's a rhino. Rhino! He's a libtard now. Yeah, that was that was part of the chi- Chiron on um what's his name? Uh mm. Fox Business News. Stuart Varney? Nope, used to be on CNN. Oh fucking um Dobbs, Lou Dobbs. Yes, Lou Dobbs. Lou Dobbs called him. Basically, he's a rhino. You know, he's a rhino. He's rhino. like you know a tool. A tool. He called him a tool of the left. Which, I, okay, I agree that he's a tool. I have agreed that he was a tool since two thousand and three. 
So basically, rhino means um, somebody who won't blank Trump's blank. Fill in the yeah, blanks, that's, folks. That's how that's what it. rhino means. If if you won't kneel, if you won't genuflect and uh, and and satisfy Trump, then you're a rhino. I mean, you can't even be a conservative. You know, and, and Trump's no conservative. Look at his spending. Jesus Christ. But uh, it, it's un, uh, you know I again I was gonna say I'm, unbelievable I'm again Joe so- but it's so believable now Joe just all this stuff you know it, it's like it, just another another day another dumb thing from another uh, Trump bobblehead. That's it. That's it. They live in another universe, completely devoid of any attachment to reality. Facts, science. Doesn't matter. Doesn't they, don't even, they don't even seem to stand by any morality. I don't any, even know what any, drives them anywhere. Is, that, is it yeah. pure power? Uh, that's what I'm starting to... I, I believe that at this point. It's not even ideology anymore because they don't believe in deficits anymore, obviously. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. They don't believe in trade anymore, obviously. These were Republican conservative uh, uh, agendas. Open trade, you know, uh, cutting the deficit. They don't yeah. care about any of this shit anymore. No. All they care about is... All they is, care about is the election. All they and care about is the election. Yeah. All they care about is, is smearing and lying and doing everything they can to stay in power with this bullshit guy that they put in the White House. You know, they want it. They want to keep their game show host, Birther Boy. What amazes me about this is that the Republican Party, in and of itself... People are running away from it in droves. Yeah, and and they, so many of them, so many of the senators and and Congress people, really seem to think that as long as we keep what is now known as the base, which is Trump's base, that oh, wasn't the God. base five or six years ago. It really it wasn't. No, but it's if we like, keep the base, yeah. we're going to get reelected, and that. The people who su- are supporting Trump, that is shrinking. Mm-hmm. And the people who were members of the Republican Party are shrinking. Yeah. And I, I, unless they literally out and out steal it the way we, the way I believe they did in, in 2016. Yes. Uh, we have to, we absolutely have to get out the vote. I mean, even oh, just, I tell, yeah. I tell, I tell Republican friends who hate him. I'm like, you know what? Just do me a favor. Just vote for the Dems. You don't have to like them. We just need to get this ships mm-hmm. turned around. And then you can go back to talking about policy discussions. Yeah. And, and I mean that sincerely. I mean that sincerely uh, because it, these yeah. people who think We've that, said that the base is going to. Uh, yeah. The, no, the we, we we've the, said we've said that on the show multiple times. That's that's what you and I always land on, is is we can't wait to get back to disagreeing with people like Anna Navarro, you know, uh, yes. or or um, uh, Steve Steve Schmidt or Steve Nicole Schmidt, Wallace, Rick Rick, what's his Rick, face? Uh, oh, um, oh, Wilson. God. Wilson, yeah, Rick Wilson. Mac, uh, Max Bush. Yes, I, sure. I want to get back to discussing, you know, why we differ on policy. We can't, we can't do that until we get the Senate back. Well, That's what um, I've been saying. It's, yeah. it's just an, 
the most important <laughs> the most important thing is that we have to kick these senators out. To the fucking curve. Because even if we if we get a Democratic president, it, it, it you know, and have <clears throat> excuse me, Mitch McConnell still running the the Senate. God, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's, he's, a, he's a I can't wait till he's gone. Worse than Donald Trump. I'm going to tell you. Right I agree. Now. I agree with you because of the level of power he has from blocking things from uh, from you know Democrats. And I think he's been more divisive. To abuse the power. That's like the that. part that pisses me off the most. He abuses his power. He doesn't respect the Senate. He doesn't respect the office that he holds. He doesn't respect the people who he represents. He is really awful. And unlike Donald Trump, he knows exactly how to look down the road and manipulate yes. toward his goals. He is yeah. dangerous. It more varied, dangerous than varied. Donald Trump. I agree. Uh, I one, agree. He's Any, a few turtles who I want to get stuck in one of those yeah. six pack holders. <laughs> okay, I'll say I'll start saving some and throw them out the window when when we come down to your party. Um, so uh, bring them to Kentucky. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I figure, you know, well, you know, throw some out in D.C., throw some out in Kentucky. We'll figure it out. Uh, we can do, we can do so, that. Anyway, let's go ahead and run to the break. When we come back, uh, name calling. Let us know if there's any special birthdays. You know, I get the hiccups all of a sudden. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and Deba had to take off. She's going to go cook, but it was nice to see her in the chat room. Um, so, uh, here we go. Break time, uh, green news report, brand new one coming up. And yes, I loaded the right one. Everybody we'll be right back with more turn up tonight, right after Brad and Desi. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. It's Tuesday, January 28, 2020. The world has entered into a realm of a two-minute warning. Doomsday clock inches closer to midnight thanks to climate change. A new rollback is expected to be announced today that could potentially put more pollution into our waters. Trump further weakens pollution standards for streams and wetlands. China announces national ban on single-use plastics. Plus... Massive locust swarm threatens food security in East Africa. Coming up next, the slaying of the firstborn. All of those plagues and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. The world is going to be flooded, and Trump is like, wait, wait, poison the water first. I want to make this the best apocalypse of all time. (laughs) This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, locusts, apocalypse, and now the doomsday clock. Yes, the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists has moved up the famous symbolic doomsday clock that represents existential threats to humanity. Well, they've moved it up to 100 seconds to midnight. It's the first time the clock has passed within the two-minute mark in its more than 70-year history. Even during the Cold War, it was never this close to midnight. Right. The scientists say they moved up the clock to call attention to the growing threats of nuclear war, climate change, and the spread 
spread of disinformation. In a press conference, former California Governor Jerry Brown, now a bulletin board member, called moving up the clock a blaring klaxon call to America. Tell me how else can we tell people where we're, where we're at? How else can we wake up the Democrats, the Republicans, the independents, the millionaires, the billionaires, the media owners who carry on their life as though it's the, they're on the Titanic, about ready to hit an iceberg, and they're not worried. This is the moment, if there ever was, to wake up. And as if we needed any more signs of apocalypse, the United Nations has called for international help to fight a massive invasion of locusts sweeping across the East African nations of Ethiopia, Kenya, and Somalia. The ravenous insects are destroying crops and farmland, threatening food shortages in a vulnerable region already ravaged by climate change-intensified drought and extreme storms. Massive locust swarms occur during very specific weather conditions, but global warming is changing rainfall patterns across Africa, affecting the timing of heavy rains that has helped generate the biggest swarm in 70 years. Any sign of rivers filled with blood yet? (laughs) No, not yet. The affected nations are having to resort to aerial spraying of pesticides to control the infestation. The UN has called for international aid to, quote, avert any threats to food security, livelihoods, and malnutrition for millions of people. Meanwhile, here in the United States... Speaking of plagues... The Trump administration late last week finalized a rule to strip away environmental protections for streams, wetlands, and other small water bodies. The new rule significantly weakens strict standards for drinking water that were established by the Obama administration. The new regulations remove limits on how much pollution can be dumped into small streams and wetlands that feed into America's drinking water supply. The rollback strips protections for more than half of the nation's wetlands, allows landowners to dump pesticides into waterways, allows mining and industrial companies to dump industrial waste, and it also allows developers to build over wetlands. Environmental groups say they will sue to block the rollbacks. So while this is supposed to be good for farmers, in fact, it's good for the real estate business? Yes. Just a coincidence, I'm sure. A big heads up for folks in Oklahoma, Texas, and New Mexico. Grist.org reports that the fracking industry is lobbying those states' regulators to allow them to dump polluted fracking wastewater, called produced water, into your streams and rivers. The fracking process uses up millions of gallons of water for every new well, and the boom in fracking has resulted in a glut of contaminated wastewater. Drillers say it's too expensive to treat the water, and injecting it can cause earthquakes, so they're looking for cheap places to dump it. In the courts, four coastal Louisiana Native American tribes have bypassed the U.S. legal system to file a formal complaint with the United Nations in Geneva, Switzerland, accusing the U.S. government of violating their human rights by failing to take action on climate change. According to the complaint, sea level rise and coastal erosion are drowning tribal burial sites in southern Louisiana, and the loss of land threatens the tribe's source of food. And finally, some good news. China, one of the world's biggest users of plastic, which has for years been struggling to deal with an epic plastic pollution problem, has announced it will ban single-use plastics across the country. In a fairly rapid phase-in, non-degradable single-use plastic bags will be banned in major cities in China by the end of this year and banned in all cities and towns within two years. And the restaurant industry will be banned from using single-use straws by the end of 2020. That's good news. Doesn't make up for the rest of your report, Doyen. Sorry. (laughs) 
For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. It's the end of the world as we know it. Hi, this is Tim Coromall from the Tim Coromall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! His eyes have never stung from the sweet sweat of a hard day's work. Yeah, <laughs> that was the clip I was looking for earlier, Rain. Yeah, so Rush Limbaugh. His eyes have never stung from the sweet sweat of a hard day's work. Yeah, so, whoa. <laughs> Thank you, George Michael. Of course, George Michael Bluth from Arrested Development. When it was still a good show. Uh, and, of course, welcome back. Rain for Freedom's blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble, the Swamp, the home of what what is what is uh the name of your studio the the it needs an official studio i would love to say that uh the home of your studio your your industrious painting studio rain i thought i was here no god damn it i thought you were like i'm done with this show they're gonna talk about robots again Anyway, I don't know. We we need a sweet name for your studio. I think I would like to call it Rainy Day, Rainy Day Studio. Oh, I like it. Rainy Day Studios, Washington D.C. It could change. I could. I could. I could create a whole, you know, a Twitter a Twitter poll. Rainy Days and Mondays Studio. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you know, uh, here comes the rain again. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. I'm uh, so rain. Or what's that outer limits that you can't explain the rain? <laughs> what was really? That? I'm sorry. I am not going to connect <laughs> my studio to the outer limits after the review okay. Joe gave it. So, uh, it, or you could you could go super artsy and just call it Rainfall Studios. Oh, yeah. But then it sounds like you fell down out there, and you you get you need the life alert. <laughs> I know. Yes. Seriously, rainfall. Oh, jeez. Let's get let's get the cask out. I've fallen, and I can't I get can't up. Get up. <laughs> anyway, um, and uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Whoa, Pennsylvania. Oh my God. Okay, huh? I'm sorry. You I got an idea for the studio. Anyone? Because yeah. eventually Bob is going to put his brewery in the back. Oh. So we could call it. Wow. The Brudio? The Brain House. <laughs> or the Brudio. <laughs> it's a brew brewing studio. Brudio. Sounds like a terrible, terrible Phil Collins song. Brew, brew, Brudio. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I got it. Bootio. <laughs> it started. You did. You did. So, uh, well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, um, or, well, you know, if it's, Bo- if it's Bob, he'll probably say, call it Paints and Taints. So, uh, <laughs> taints? did you wait? What'd you say? Taints and paints, paints and taints. <laughs> so, because Bobber always loves saying taint for Mad Libs. So, he does love saying taint. Yeah, he does. So, paints and taints. Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll let Bobber chime in on that. But yeah, throw, throw some ideas out there in the chat room for Rain Studio name in the brewery. Uh, cause they have quite the compound in their garage. It's impressive. Um, and yeah, we of can course, come up with a name and eventually paint the garage doors. Well, there you go. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. And uh, last but not least, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Um, you should have a name for your studio there. I got Studio SB or Casa del Pic. Arts and beer farts. <laughs> Wait, whose uh, studio is that? Yours. Oh, well, that would be my part of the garage, art and beer farts. Or sharts and crafts. I don't know what you'd call Bob's part. Beer farts. Sharts and crafts. (laughs) There's always money in the banana stand. Always money in the banana stand. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, See, I knew that joke. You did. You did. I know. I don't have that. That's insane. Why wouldn't I have that? Why wouldn't you have it? I don't know. Damn this pride of mine. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so anyway, all right. Um, let's go ahead and get to name calling. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, is going to lead the way. Uh, well, right. you do have your clown car garage, so that's that's something. So I do. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, uh, uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe you should. Maybe it should be called the the Marnus Three Ranch. Dressing. Hmm? The Marnus Three Ranch dressing. <laughs> oh. oh, oh. <laughs> I, love that, I love that Joe was like, huh? What? No, that was me. That was me going, hmm? <laughs> dressing? Sorry, <laughs> yeah. So. What? What? Huh? Ranch dressing? What? Oh, bet. Oh. Ranch dressing. I yes. get it now. Uh, yeah. 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 All right. All right. Oh, okay. Here I'm we gonna go. give everybody in the chat. Uh, 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 let's ever give everybody a chat uh, a favorite '60s uh, TV show. Okay. All right. I I, I could uh, I could help if you want. So I I need help. All right. Here we go. You need a lot of help. We need a lot. Of- yeah. The most. Hey, Joe. Go to Scranton with me. Big place. Where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm gonna have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up, we're gonna be a bumpy one. <laughs> we could jam and joke your lives. Better kid, don't you like clowns? Help! Ain't no potty like a Scranton potty, cause a Scranton potty don't stop. 
All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Francie put help in the chat, so I had to play the help. Um, <laughs> All right. You know, uh, Francie put Bobber's Best Brewery. How about he calls it Beer Best? <laughs> no, but I really loved I loved how she said Bobber's Best Brewery, which is BBB. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then she came in with Rain's Reality Respite. Oh. Which is RRR. I dig it. So we can we can just I think we could call it Joe Biden because that would be a good stuttering thing. <laughs> well, he struggled. I, I he love struggled. Joe Biden and I'm not making fun of him. Yeah. But he does stutter. Oh my goodness! Okay, all right. Just... It's okay. We love you. So, all, all right, right, Joe. We every everybody gets a '60s TV show. '60s TV show. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, gee, we have already have uh, we we have uh, requests here. Um, all right. Uh, Adam wants get smart, so I'll give him. Uh, I'll give him. Uh, I'll give him the Andy Griffith show. Oh, okay. <laughs> Adam gets yeah. the Andy Griffith show. Okay. Uh, okay. See what Bal- happens when you make requests. Okay, it's 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 your turn, Rain. Give give Balo a sixties TV show. Oh, um, Mr. Ed. Mr. Ed, all right. Not bad, not bad. I would have given that to Moonmare, but uh, okay. she's not here. She's not here, <laughs> yeah. right? All right. Um, okay, uh, Bobber. Oh well, I got to give Bobber my mother the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Let's see. We have Psy Guy. Oh. Sai guy, what am I gonna give Sai guy? Oh, I'm oh. gonna give him. Um, I'm gonna give him the Jetsons. Well, that's good. <laughs> you have that one with sh- that ends with the shark. Uh, uh, well, I, I have the I have the raw the raw one. I have the plain old one. Stop okay. this crazy thing. Stop this crazy thing, Jay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Francie, it's your turn, Rain. Oh, Francie gets bewitched. Be good. Good bewitched, one. Bewitched. 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 Okay. Bewitched. Bewitched. Um, let's see. Uh, Heather? Is that one uh, for, you, for you or me? No, that's you. Uh, how about Car 54, Where Are You? Now we're oh. dipping into the 50s. I was think. that the 50s? Was I'm it? thinking. I don't think it was. Let's check. I'll, I'll do a quick a quick check. Do a go, go do a Google church. I'll do a Google church. Go do a Google church. You're going surfing on the internet. Let's yeah. see. That uh, ended in 63, so yeah, it's okay. First okay. episode was 61. Okay. There we go. Okay, you're good. You're good. You're good. Thank you. You're good. Okay, so now we have uh, Cat. Ooh. I, I got you. Do you have a good one for Cat? I, I do. I want to give Cat. Okay, dark. Well, take my turn. Go ahead. Is it okay if I do? Yes, yes. Go I want to give Cat Dark Shadows. 
I was going to give her dark shadows. Oh. See? See, we had the same wavelength. That's where I was going. All right. That's where I was going. I was going to give her dark shadows. I had that in mind. All right. Okay. Um, you, Kenny Pick, uh, I'm going to give you... Could I give you... Oh, I'm going to give you... Um, uh, no. No? The Wild Wild West. Ooh. Uh, oh, yeah. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 with Artemis Gordon and James West, but of Artemis, course. I love that. That's right. Yes, yes. I love that show as a kid. I loved how they segued to commercials where they had the scene would turn into a little drawing and go into the, you know, the the, the panels yes. of the story. Oh, that was so cool. Yes. I, I love that yeah. show. I love that show. Yeah. We used to watch it. Me and Dad, uh, we used to watch that all the time. Love that show. Okay, so. Ken Sr., and it's your turn, Kenny Jr. You know, Ken Sr., um, 60s show that I know that he would appreciate. Um, ooh, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to give it to uh, give Dad probably the best show from the 60s. I'm going to give Dad the Twilight Zone. Ooh. ooh. Nice so, gift. Yeah. Nice so. gift. Yes. Has to be. Has to do it. At least you didn't give him outer limits. Or my mother, the car. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll leave this one up to either you or, or Rain, but uh, I'm next. Oh, oh, I'm going to go with laughing for you. Good pick. Good pick. I'm going I'm to give you. Sock it to me. I'm going to give you uh, Diver Dan. Yeah, he, ooh. Diver Dan? <laughs> Ooh, um, it's a show about a guy in a diving suit named Dan. <laughs> is it true? Is it true? Are you talking about Sea Hunt? No, it's called Diver Dan. <laughs> I've never heard of Diver. I've never heard of that show. I just looked up. I looked up on MeTV obscure '60s shows, and Diver Dan is one of them. I've heard of it. Uh, I heard of Sea Hunt with uh, uh, Lloyd Bridges. Well, yeah. I'm glad that they didn't call that show Seek Hunt. Oh. No. Oh, no. What? No. Buzz her, will you? Can't give her a buzz. <clears throat> Bad. Okay, Michelle in South Florida. Who gets her? You. Me? Okay, I think I want to go with... Uh... Here's Lucy. Here's Lucy. Yeah, here's Lucy. Mm. Okay. That was the was that the seventies? Presnet. Let's see. I'll give Presnet Mission Impossible. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And then we have. Uh, oh, Rain. I'll leave that up to you, Ken. Oh, jeez. Um. <laughs> oh man. Um. What year was Lost in Space on? Sixties. <laughs> that was uh, like. The 60s. Oh no no no! We'll just give Rain Star Trek. <laughs> oh. That's good. Oh. I can. I I like that one. Uh, Ken, the man is dead. Okay. I didn't wear the red outfit, right? He's dead, Jim. No, red was uh, engineering. Yeah, would, they all died. You know. would be blue science. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, Let it go, Jim. He's dead. 
<laughs> I'm a doctor, Jim, not a mason. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm a doctor, Jim. I'm not a Trump cultist. So. <laughs> okay, Tammy. Tammy. Oh, uh... Okay, um, Tammy. Uh, you know what? What? It, no, that... No, it was... Okay, you said 60s? Yeah. This technically wasn't a show, but I'm going to give her the Tammy show. What? And I think I think she'll know what I'm talking about. Hmm. It was a special with with James Brown. I have it on DVD. Okay. Tammy, Tammy's got to know about the Tammy show. Maybe. Uh... It also it also starred um, the Rolling Stones. All right. Ah, uh, just look it up. Tammy will love it. Okay, who's next? Okay, uh, next is Tim Coramall. Tim Coramall. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, do you have one picked out for Tim, or should I should I give him? Uh, no, you can go. You can go. Okay. Uh, we're gonna give him. Um, uh, Daniel Boone. <laughs> Daniel Boone. Yeah. Well, Ran from 64 okay. to 70 on NBC. 165 episodes. How generous am I? Yeah, it did. It did. It was, yeah. it was good. Good. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Trojan Rabbit. Oh. Ah, Trojan Rabbit. <laughs> uh, <I ain't laughs> was that the 60s? What? Tro- I didn't get there yet. Oh, sorry. Trojan, Trojan Rabbit. I'm going to give him uh, the monsters. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. And last, but certainly not least. Yeah. Will from Chicago. Ken? Gentle Ben. <laughs> That's perfect. Oh, Gentle Ben. Oh, and look at all the you know we didn't nobody got Dennis the Menace no file no but you, you, travel you got Diver Dan the only one I knew was Sea Hunt with Lloyd Bridges Seahunt. yeah who was like Jeff Bridges' father so uh, yes Daniel Boone uh, he says I don't have a coonskin hat uh, Tim says well now we know it to get you for your birthday. Yeah. I had I had one when I was <laughs> the Daniel Boone movie, or the Davy Crockett movie rather, was in theaters when I was uh, a wee boy, a wee lad. 50s. Yes, I was a wee lad, and Davy Crockett was a big hit, and all the musketeers musketeers used to come out on stage. Or you, we should show. say we should say a bambino. Yeah, it was a little Just boy, a bambino. And uh, yeah, there there was uh, th- there was a, always a show here in Scranton. They had a little, they had a stage, and the Mouseketeers would come out and give a show, and then they would show the movie. Davy well, Crockett, I was big Davy Crockett. Davy, Davy Crockett, King of the Wild Frontier, killed him a yeah. bar when he was only three. You sure? And I wish, and I wish it was the Attorney General. But that's I just hope it wasn't gen- Gentle Ben. No, no. We have a gentle was, Ben lunchbox. It was Bill Barr. 
So but we have a gentle Ben lunchbox that has a very kind of inappropriate picture of a boy on the back <laughs> of a bear of the bear. <laughs> so it's it's are it's you not, suggestive? It's it's just. Hmm. Let me see if I can find uh, the picture of it. Um, uh, let me see. Lunchbox. Lunchbox. There it is. Um, yeah. So did, did we have any birthdays out there? I didn't see any. Okay. Chat? Do you have a birthday? Nothing. Yeah. Well, we already wished Nissa a birthday last Friday, but it was yesterday. and Yeah. So. Well, there you go. Um, but yeah, oh, so yeah, I've got the, uh, I've got the gentle Ben lunchbox picture, uh, uh-huh. uh loaded up for the, post- for the chat room yeah. for you. Post so it you, there, yeah. yeah, this might be our show image for tonight. <laughs> okay. Um, so. And, and I did post a link to the Wikipedia about the Tammy show in case people mm-hmm. missed it. And I also posted the entire YouTube video of it for Tammy and for oh, everybody. Good. good. It's, so. it's real. I mean, it. It's it's got Chuck Berry. Oh, that's good. It's oh my god! It's one of the greatest TV concerts ever. Yeah. What I do you think of that, that gentle? What do you think of that gentle Ben uh, lunchbox? I think that looks really obscene. <laughs> I we own that lunchbox. <laughs> okay, that's not gonna What's, be. I, I just I feel like. Okay, that's got Jeffrey Epstein all over it. It, it doesn't <laughs> look good, Ken. It really. Hey, that kid kept his underwear on the whole time. The whole time, <laughs> and that's an old old bear, by the way. Yeah, yeah, it's old old, Russian, old bear. Russian bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, is that so. Eric Trump? Yeah, mm-hmm. I noticed this, and there's a little, there's a like a, a deer, a reindeer, uh, yeah, a deer running in the background there. That I, could, I it's running that, away. It's running away from what's going on there. That's because there's a big stick of wood I, on there. Big I, old I mean, piece of wood. There should be like one of those like captions saying, "Hold still, bear." <laughs> <laughs> Stop wiggling around, would you? <laughs> Wait a second. I thought that Ben was the bear. He, he is. Oh. Yeah. Ben? And didn't the ba- didn't yeah. the bear didn't the bear go on to be the bear and Grizzly Adams too? From that show. I think you know what? I think I think he I did. Don't know. I, I think don't. he did. So they ripped all his teeth out, didn't they? Ben Ben should I that just looks wrong. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I said. The cash, the cash. Oh, was that Clint Howard in that show? Was that Ron yes. Howard's little brother? Y- yes. Oh, God. Yes. Tranya. Tranya. Have some Tranya. Tranya. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, so, so horrible. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Well, looks like we don't. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, Hogan's hmm? Heroes was in the '60s, and uh, Richard Dawson. Remember, he oh, played Richard. Newkirk, and, and that yeah, Family Richard Feud. Richard Dawson, yeah, in the Family Feud. And the uh, Running Man with was, Arnold Schwarzenegger. In, b- believe it or not, <clears throat> Richard Dawson was in uh, one of the Outer Limits episodes. And you know what, of Richard? He was. Richard Dawson was in awesome villain in The Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's a great kind of underrated Schwarzenegger film, I think. 
It's one of the few I've actually watched. I liked it. Yeah, and the thing is, he's an evil game show host, kind of like our president. I know. <laughs> oh, Francis so. said the man from Uncle, and you know what? Yeah. Um. Uh. Who who is Ilya Kuryakin? What was he? that? Was uh. I don't know. Oh. Nobody mentioned the Mod Squad. Oh, because Bill Cosby. I get it. I'm sorry. But anyway, the, the no, guy that the, Bill Cosby wasn't in the Mod Squad. I can. Oh, I no, oh. he wasn't in the Mod I Squad. Spy. I spy. Yes. I spy. I spy. I'm sorry. I spy. I'm sorry. I get those two shows mixed up. Yeah. So. Because all black people are the same. Did not say that. I'm making a joke. I'm gonna buzz you. Buzz. <laughs> They're both shows I didn't don't, watch. Don't think for a minute I thought that of you at all. I don't think that Period. at all. Well, do you remember the opening to the Mad Squad? I don't. I don't. I didn't ever watch uh, either one of those shows. Oh. Uh, so. I don't think. Uh, do you? Uh, yeah. So help us out, man. If we're in like a '60s TV show mode. Steed and Peel. What about the Avengers? Says Cat. Steed oh, and Peel. Peel. And she late. She she lately was in. What famous HBO show? Game of Thrones. Yes, yes. So Steed and, Pe- Steed and Peel. Ste- uh, Steed and Peel were the uh, main characters of the original Avengers oh. TV show. Steed being the guy in the bowler hat and Miss Peel. I don't know their first names. Um, you know, what's interesting is I know so many of the 60s TV shows because they went into syndication yeah. in, like, the late 70s, and we oh, yeah. got to watch them er- coming home from school. Oh, we got to, I, the early, early to, I got to watch, I mean, Batman and Star Trek when I was a little, little kid. So, uh, early to mid-70s, for sure. My earliest yeah. television memories are probably Star Trek, Batman, and Twilight Zone, and, and the Munsters and Adams Family. You know, all that stuff. So, and gross stuff like Family Affair. Ugh, I hate that show. Yeah. The opening. One white, <laughs> one black, one blonde. The fa- Family Affair? Family Affair or the no, Mod Squad? Squad. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I was like, they were all a bunch of gingers white, in that show black. with a creepy British guy. So, Jody from Family Affair. Remember? Oh my god, what was it? There was some kind of th- hearing or something. Was it the Kavanaugh thing? And I, I shared a picture with you guys and there was this kid who looked like Jody from Family Affairs in behind somebody. You guys remember that? No. It was a while ago. No. You don't remember it? Okay, never mind. Sorry, I don't. Anyway, that was, it was a production chat thing. Anyway, we gotta go to the break. It's after nine. So we gotta we gotta get back to the audio. My God, it looks like we just need to start rat- do shows where we just name different TV shows and give fun facts about it. So um, I like it though. I like it. So let's run to the break. We'll be right back with lots more. Uh, one more hour almost of Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now... 
On with the show. I think Ken Starr is a lunatic. I really think that Ken Starr is a disaster. Uh, I hated the way the president handled it. It was a long and terrible process. I, I really think that Ken Starr was terrible. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare, Prepare to, to make, make computer, computer to computer, computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Turn Up uh, of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide radio for humans. And, uh, man, I, I just thought of all these other TV shows I used to watch when I was a kid, but I'm not going to mention them, except for the Beverly, Beverly Hillbillies and that girl. Uh, so, <laughs> But, yeah, so welcome back, uh, Rain, for Freedom's Blog, Washington, D.C. Hello. Hello, that girl. That was a great was show. Also the flying, there was, was the Flying Nun in the 60s? I'm thinking. Yeah, I think so. I think oh, so. Gosh. Yeah. Uh, and Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back to the program. I live next to Flying Nuns. Oh, very nice. No, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Um, but anyway, uh, welcome back, everybody. And uh, let me see. Um, where do we go? We we've got a lot of audio we have have to get through. I'll tell you what. Let's um. Let's hear some some of the ghoul. I will be the hero. Oh, this guy again, this guy. Yeah. So this was. I don't know if this was. For, I don't know when Janine Pirro's show is on. I don't. This was it this from her show last night, Rain, or over the weekend or something. I think I. It wasn't last night. Because I I have seen I have heard parts of this video. Yeah. It was I. I does it does it matter? It was it was said. I have proof. I have evidence. There's so much evidence. It's everywhere. I've given them the evidence. I Did am it? America's mayor. And my credibility level is zero. Yes. Wait. I. No, I meant I will my, be the hero. I loved my cousin so much. Very much. He married her and had babies with her. Gross. <laughs> Uh, so Rudy Giuliani, cousin, uh, I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> cousin Rudy, <laughs> cousin Rudy, uh, his lies are too crazy for Janine Pirro. Here you go. Every time Joe Biden was a point man, you know what happened? The Biden family made millions. Okay, and America but we need to have the evidence. And, and do you have the evidence of that? I got the evidence. I've been showing them the evidence for months. Who's them? I have the evidence. What? I've got can the witnesses. Can we see the evidence? Rudy, can we see it? I put out the evidence in April. I put it out in March. It was ignored. You saw it on television on Fox. You okay. saw uh, you saw Shulkin Jeez. testify. It was just on OAN. 
it gets censored. You don't want to look at the evidence. It's out there. All there right. are people love, on you know what, television Rudy? saying, you to send Joe, it to me, and I'm go look at the it OAN three. No. <laughs> go look at the OAN. No. no. And then watch my podcast next Tuesday <laughs> and next Friday. I'm going right. to have Shulkin on. Okay. And he will directly testify uh, about the bribe, and he will also directly I'll testify sulking, sulking. that they attempted to kill him. And I have the records. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> She's like, all right. I mean, seriously, when you're too crazy for Janine Pirro. Thank uh, you. That. <laughs> that's a fucking accomplishment there. I mean, she literally is like, oh, I, when he she, said OAN, she's like, no. She it, it, Remember, Janine Pirro, after the election, went to a wooded area in New York and was yelling Hillary's name into the woods looking yes, for her. Yes, yes. I can't... Hillary, we, where are you? We really should get that video again, or that audio. Oh, Hillary! But I think... I, I don't think he's talking... I don't think uh, Rudy's talking about Joe Biden, though, Joe. I think he's talking about... Joe Broden. Joe Broden. Joe Broden. Joe Broden. I will be the hero! I've shown the evidence. A shulkin will be on. They tried to kill him. The fact that he said, I think there's so many things about this, that he said, I put my evidence on Fox, and she is like, uh, Rudy, we need the evidence. And, and then he said, it's on Fox. And then go to o- OAN. Go to OAN and with, watch my podcast. Is it a... Is, <laughs> and his, is it, and his podcast. Watch it. My podcast. You need to watch it. Do you watch it or do you listen to it? Because a podcast is something you listen to. Well, I, generally. Suspect, I suspect it literally might be... Um, it's my podcast. It might be a butt dial. I've been known to do that when trying to be the hero with my evidence. There's no... I, and I love the beginning of that. I love the beginning. He, I've shown them the evidence. Every time Joe Biden was a point man, you know what happened? The Biden family made millions. Okay, and America we need to have the evidence. And, and do you have the evidence of that? I got the evidence. I've been showing them the evidence. <laughs> Who's them? Oh yeah, it, it, that's, the people at OAN. He he showed them. He, he showed them. They tried to kill Shokin. Do you think? Do you think? Because so, I actually think this. Mm-hmm. There there are times when I feel like he just gets a drop or two of polonium every day. <laughs> polonium in Red Bull. I'm not kidding, because <laughs> he he's gotten he's he's crazy. Yeah, he's like at a certain point. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where it is where you sort of back down and be like, okay, maybe this game is over. Mm-hmm. He he doesn't back down, and so I really wonder. Maybe it's polonium, just a little bit. I don't know. Or whatever whatever it needs to dose somebody to make them lose their mind a little bit more. I, I, I he's he's just I mean he didn't even have a nut to be off. No, you know. I mean it, he's it, it is it is like 
a sl the slowest motion train wreck with uh, the ghoul. Going I've been showing them the when, evidence. I've been showing when, them. Yes, when you have them, Janine Piero saying, "Rody, Rody, we need the evidence." Send me the evidence. Watch my yeah, OAN podcast. That's the other thing. Send me the evidence as though she's got some kind of insight yeah. or insider way to get the evidence out there. Well, she has a judge. Oh, God. These people. It's... And the fact that he's on Fox News. He's on Fox News talking to Janine Pirro, telling Janine Pirro and all the Fox News listeners to go to OANN to listen to the evidence. Oh, OAN is such a fucking mess. Even Fox it, News. Uh, you know, Fox News I looks agree. like the bastion of integrity when you lo watch an OAN production. OAN looks like... I imagine that the people over at Fox hmm. News and the upper, you know, the upper offices, the booking people, the They producers, were not happy with that. The, to just be like, wait, did he just send all of our viewers over to OANN? Yeah. That, that he, might be... He did. Yeah. And, uh, That's you know, where the uh, cultists are going to go now. OAN looks like, uh, you know, Kremlin propaganda, if you watch that shit. It's creepy. So, um, and I'm sure that's what it is. I, I bet you there there's some kind of connection to, like, RT or something like that with OAN. Oh. I have no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Don't take but that I, bet, I folks. do. I do. I just want to reiterate this. On Fox News, he told Fox News viewers who are cultists... To go over to OANN. It's even more culty over there. You'll love it. <laughs> and you know, Grampy, who's like eighty-seven, is like extra Wait a minute. I think I'm. Where is my home caregiver? Can you please find me OANN on the tube of the U? Mm-hmm. It's oh my god. So anyway, um, let, let's move on from there because. Um, uh, I've got some really good audio of uh, the, um, well, uh, let me play the, because I, I kind of set this up with the, the Trump clip of him trashing Ken Starr from, God, what was that, back in <clears throat> early 2000s? It had to be late 90s, but. Uh, no, I think it was after that, actually. Oh, um, wow, okay. Yeah, I think it was like, it was around 2000, uh, no, it was 1999, you're right. Um, but I, I, uh, let, let's get to some Ken Starr stuff. Um, and this is a great clip. Uh, Ari Melber was on with uh, Nicole Wallace um, on um, MSNBC. And he had a... And I'm... Joe, did you see this? No. Okay. Well, this is, this is a pretty great breakdown. It has a little bit of setup with um, Ken Starr. And then, mm -hmm. the, then it, the, you know, uh, Ari Melber just kind of guts the whole thing. The Constitution is speaking to us in terms of crimes. Each of those references, when you count them, count seven, count eight, supports the conclusion that impeachments should be evaluated in terms of offenses against established law. Oh, boy. 
That was Ken Starr, one of the president's attorneys this morning. As he was defending the president, my colleague Ari Melber was tweeting up a storm. Um, really, I, I thought your, the most umbrage you seemed to take was just sort of his trying to relitigate what the definition of an impeachable offense is. Yeah, this is the big new addition. This is the first TV lawyer that we've seen deploy that Donald Trump added to the team. This was a disaster for Republicans, a total unmitigated legal and constitutional disaster. Ken Starr at no point in this dramatic, at times mournful opening, explained in any factual or legal way what's different. If anything, he drew attention, and there are senators in that body who understand the history. He drew attention to the fact that the last two times we've had these modern impeachments, Clinton and Nixon. They were for less. We had abuse of power among the original articles. There were three articles for Nixon. One of them was abuse of power. There were four articles for Clinton initially. One of them was abuse of power. So Ken Starr brings that attention back. When you hear this mumbo jumbo about technical crime versus high crime, abuse of power is the ultimate high crime. Mm -hmm. And it is what presidents usually get impeached for. And so listening to this, it was remarkable because Ken Starr is Mr. Abuse of Power. And I was listening, interested, ready, open-minded to hear him somehow distinguish, explain, get into foreign policy. He had nothing. He came up empty. Mm -hmm. uh, the other point on a fact check, again, this is Star versus Star. Usually you want someone else's name on the other side. <laughs> he was out there shadow boxing with himself. Yeah. And I think constitutionally, uh, it may or may not resolve this case. But for lawyers and senators watching, constitutionally, we watched Ken Starr punch himself in the face and then walk off the floor. <laughs> Why are you punching yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? Um, yeah. I, 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 how can you disagree with that? You know, this is the guy. And, you know, and I have, I have one other clip. Just the... the uh, well, we'll get to it in a second. I want to get your guys' thoughts on this, but I've got a great clip because after after you hear the Jeffrey Tubin clip, I have you guys are going to be oh my god, we have to hear what Tubin and, and Dersh, the Dersh bag. Uh, we got to hear their interactions. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, Melber is spot on. He's just bringing attention once again, kind of star to. What's the high, highest crime you can have? Well, abuse of office. Joe, do, you, do you want to go first? You there, Joe? Did you mute? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes, I did mute. Okay. Go ahead. Do yes. you want to go first? Because no, you go. Ken Starr later on, and I know we don't have to get it. He said that we're now entering the age of. Um, the age of impeachment and I felt like I can't remember who said it but it literally was wait a second Ken Starr maybe you should go Google yourself yeah because he literally <clears throat> impeached Clinton because Clinton lied about a BJ a BJ but you know and I'm not even I don't want to relitigate that but it was it, he said I did not have sexual relationships with that woman. Mm -hmm. And and it can be, you know, people can go back and forth about this, but it, it, to some people, those people of that age, a blowjob is not, necess not necessarily sex. He, he literally 
Oh, this see, this does make me mad because he literally he decided to indict Trump, uh, Clinton, because of this BJ, and they are he's completely ignoring all of the evidence, all of the evidence. I'm sorry, soliciting foreign help to go after your political opponent. I don't know. That's a lot more than um, it's a lot more important to national security. Mm-hmm. Than a blowjob. Agreed. Yes. Well, uh, go ahead, Joe. Uh, and Ken Starr got fired because, you know, he covered up sexual harassment issues at Baylor. And he yes, came home yes. Done. All right, Joe. Yeah. Also, I can't believe it's... How is it... The sense of irony here is lost... When Republican senators sit there and listen to Ken Starr, yeah, and these same Republicans that complained that the Mueller investigation was taking so long, yeah, so long, yes. and he he's way beyond what he was supposed to be investigating. When, oh, if yeah. you recall, Ken Starr started to investigate Whitewater, a land deal, and that, by the way, the Clintons lost money on. Yeah, and they were not found guilty of of anything, and he he dogged those people for five years until he ended up with a blowjob. Yep. Yep. Okay. That's that's start with Mueller. You start with Mueller was going beyond his 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 appointment pointed. uh, uh, Five years. Yeah. Five years they pursued him. They went over, but they went. They went through Paula Jones. They would start with Whitewater, uh-huh. the Paula Jones, and 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 every every. And then there was Filegate, and then there was Travelgate. Yes. <clears throat> oh my God! It was Christmas Card Gate. I mean, talk about a blank check. He was yeah. all over the place. Yeah, it was all over. They were saying Mueller's. Oh, he's crossing a red line. He shouldn't be investigating, you know, tax forms. It's because sure. Ken Starr pursued these people five years across the country for five years. Watergate, five years. It was five years. Gate, Travelgate, Whitewater, Paula Jones. Finally, he gets a blowjob in the Oval Office, and he does what probably any cheating husband would do. He lied about it to his yes, wife. Yes, he yeah. did lie. Yes, and they impeached him for it. And but how 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 uh, amazing is that five that years. that. Uh, you know what you know what began with a land deal republicans couldn't do anything with that and they went all these other places and where did they end up they went straight to a penis don't say penis in this house they're like oh oh look at this dangling in front of me let's go ahead and you know uh, uh, tackle this dangling, dangling participle after you said penis dangling participle or dangling penis don't say penis in this so, house uh yeah and all cat clarifies that uh um ken sark uh he covered up rape at baylor because the rapists were football players so Shocker there. Oh my god, football players getting away with rape? Get out of town. So um Yeah, just to hear just to hear him come up in, in, in front of the Senate 
yeah. in, in the Senate well and just say, oh, you know, oh, my God, we're reaching, you know, too much impeachment in oh, this country. Oh, no, so sad. Oh, my God. It's 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 almost like. Yeah. I, well, I don't know. listen it just, to it. it listen. This is me off yeah. because we got Trump. Yeah. Trump deserves to be impeached. He does. He absolutely he does. But listen. Still, to yeah. this day, putting our nation's national security at risk. Absolutely. And the day he's it, acquitted, don't be surprised if the next day he doesn't commit another crime. Well, oh, Nancy Pelosi can. Absolutely. Um, you know, she she doesn't have a limit on. She got no uh, fucks to give. Of impeachment. She's got no fucks to give. So, uh, listen to this. Jeffrey Tubin just eviscerates the Trump defense team. To say that the evidence shows the only reason that the the president was concerned about giving aid to uh, Ukraine was he was worried about burden sharing and corruption. And and, uh, first of all, that's contradictory to the evidence as it already exists. But putting that aside, the idea that you could make that argument on the same day that all 100 people in that jury, those judges and jurors in the Senate, are thinking about the New York Times story in John Bolton's book, it's just ridiculous. I mean, it's just not good advocacy. And Ken Starr talking about, gosh, you know, we use too much impeachment in this country. And gosh, is this like, you know, we need to be nicer to each other and stop, you know, impeaching presidents. If you were to rank all 330 million people in the United States about who should be making that argument least... I think Ken Starr would be either at the top or the bottom, depending on whatever superlative I just used. (laughs) I mean, the idea that Ken Starr, of all people, thinks that we should be doing less impeachment when he was the architect of the last one, which failed miserably, I I mean, was was (laughs) mind-boggling. Wow. Wow. That wasn't one of us coughing either. That was somebody on CNN. Uh, yeah, I mean, seriously, it didn't fail miserably because it really did come down to a vote in the Senate. I remember that I was worried about Clinton being impeached. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, uh, now what's this Trojan rabbit is saying in the chat room? (laughs) That's what I'm looking. I'm looking into it right now. Yeah, I was, I was kind of looking at, oh, he's got a, uh, it says, uh, Trump's brain just sor- short-circuited at his hate rally. Fox News had to cut away as announcers started laughing. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm looking into it, so if you want to go to an- another clip. No, well, that's, the, I, uh, it's too late to play another clip at this point. I might just go ahead and see if I can pull it up on my phone and play it, so... Apparently, this is the clip where his brain stops working. It's only a 10-second clip, so we'll figure it out. Um, it says, uh, uh, Trump's day today. Mitch doesn't have enough votes to block damning testimony. Fox commentators in the audience laugh at Trump during his rally. So, all right, let's go look at Betty Bowers on Twitter on my phone. But, but Joe, what did, what did, what did you think of uh, Tubin there? I love Jeff Tubin. <laughs> oh, me too. Yeah, I, I mean, and, and his debates with Dershowitz are some of the best. Because Dershowitz comes off a side, and Jeff Tuba just sits there literally laughing at him. And, you know, the guy, you know, like Dershowitz, he makes shit up. Constantly. 
he just makes makes legal uh, 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 opinions out of his ass, which yeah. is hard because he keeps his tidy whities uh, pretty tight. True. Yeah. Just remember that Russian knitted them. An old, old Russian woman. An old Russian lady knitted old, them. She was the oldest Russian lady ever. They are made She was 140 old, years old. Old Russian cotton. She was 115, or maybe just 15. Um, so, uh, all right, here. I got the Betty Bowers video uh, queued up here. Let me let me play. It's only, it's only 10 seconds, but then we got to go to the break. Let's see what this sounds like here. Provided to shield and shelter criminal. Look, look, wait. You have criminals. <laughs> all right. Uh, we're watching the president here in Wildwood. <laughs> <laughs> To shield and shelter criminal. Look, look, wait. You have criminals. <laughs> All right, uh, we're watching the president here in Wildwood, New Jersey. Oh I just want to get a quick. God. Provided to shield and shelter criminal. Look, look. Criminal. Criminal calls. Look. <laughs> well, yeah, and you heard the commenter laughing there. That's funny. Yeah, so they're good. There, thank you, Trojan Rabbit. I appreciate that. Um, so anyway, yeah, let's go to the break. Uh, we've got uh, uh, some more audio to get through. Sorry, no Mad Libs tonight. Uh, but we had a lot of fun talking TV and movies and stuff. That one, that was good. So uh, let's listen to a nice song for the nice people, Bob Rouse. Bobber, uh, I think we should uh, maybe listen to The Heart. I haven't heard that in a little bit. What do you think, Rain? Good? I'm fine with it. All right. Very good. I love um, that song. And we'll come up with some more. Uh, uh, settle, uh, go talk to Bobber about a studio brewery name for you guys, too. We can do that on Friday. Oh, no. Is he going to be just, here on Friday? Uh, you'll have to check. I don't think so. But I know. I have to check. Anyway. All right. We're going to go ahead and go to the break. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Smooth-talking, jive-talking street thug. KennyPick.com.
Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland's. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Scranton, Pennsylvania. And no thanks to Alan Dershbag. I had to get that in <laughs> one more time. Uh, so anyway, but he kept his underwear on the whole time during the Senate trial. Uh, yeah, I didn't even bother getting any of that idiot's audio. Remember, it, 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 how long ago was that? It, it, it was fucking a week ago, I think. Dershowitz was already releasing statements. I'm not that big of a part of Trump's defense team. Yeah, well, he he was on the Senate floor. He was on the Senate floor. It's it's and pretty he big. Today, he was there today at the unveiling of the peace plan. Did you? Know oh that? yeah. I didn't know yeah. he was there for that too. Oh, don't clap. Invited guests. Don't oh, yes. clap. We had to do something for the Palestinians, but don't clap for that. What the fuck? Awful, uh, awful. I yeah. actually just read the headline. I have not read the article. Yeah. So just the headline is that well, Netanyahu is flying to Russia to tell Putin about Trump's plan. Oh, my. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. <laughs> it's the headline I read. Didn't read the article yet, but. I kind of well, believe it's true. Well, I want to play a little bit of audio for you, uh, for for you guys, uh, from the trial, just to see how absolutely thrilling it was. I don't have any Patsy Baloney. Um, did you guys see that article? I don't know if it was actually like it. Uh, Pat Cipollone. Uh, I saw a tweet the other day where somebody showed like the the closed captioning. Was like you know, uh, showed Pat Cipollone's name as Patsy Baloney. What? 
Yeah, there was there, there was some kind of uh, let me, let me look it up. There was some kind of twi- you know uh, Pat Cipollone. Um, uh, I don't know if it's real or not. Um, uh, baloney. Yeah, there we go. Patsy Baloney. Um, there was uh, listen to President Patsy Baloney. <laughs> um, oh, oh my God, that's so Stand funny. Stand by your ham. If you're um, let me see. Yeah, this was. It's funny. That was. If funny. you're wondering what it looks like to watch a man permanently. Str- wait, wait a minute. Um, but yeah, apparently, uh, it, uh, Pat Cipollone, certain um, uh, closed captioning services will translate Pat Cipollone to Patsy Baloney. Oh my God. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> um, and it, it, it's quite interesting, but yeah, there was a tweet about it the other day. So yeah, I don't call him Pat Cipollone anymore. I call him Patsy Baloney. Um, cause it sounds pretty much the same, right? Patsy Baloney. Yeah. Patsy yeah. Baloney. Yeah. That's yeah. about right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, but I, I don't have any yeah, Patsy Baloney. Does, actually, if you go back, yeah. hey, Patsy Cipollone. Eh? Hey, hey, Patsy Baloney. Patsy Baloney. Eh? <laughs> yeah. So, and, uh, but yeah, it says, uh, News Radio 1, uh, uh there's, uh, uh, something from last year. It says, listen to Trump, Ukraine, and Patsy Baloney discussed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it's like, uh, I think it's like an auto, uh, it's an automatically generated, you know, uh, closed captioning. There was, I swear to God, I saw a tweet about it the other day. Uh, so maybe I should ter- search or church. I could uh, do a Google church. Go a Google, Google, Google church. church. You're going yeah. surfing on the internet. Uh, <laughs> I swear uh, to God, I saw this thing the other day. I, you know, here's the when Bob and I watch sports ball. Mm-hmm. So we we'll we'll go to the sports bar to watch all the games, <clears throat> and over here they'll have the the you know. The closed captioning will be fine. And then over there, it'll be like, what is happening? Over there, oh my God, what is happening? And I feel like that they outsource that stuff to India and China. Mm-hmm. Because there are times when I'll try to read it. It's like, oh, so and so and so down on the number, so and so and so and They've, we have the technology for auto captioning. Yeah. And I think this is funny with the Pat, Pat Patsy Baloney. Patsy Baloney. But come on, man, get your shit together. Get it together. Stop outsourcing it. But yeah, it says um, Patsy Baloney spelled Patsy Baloney by closed captioning. It fits. Go with it. Hashtag Patsy Baloney. Um, but yeah, so so it's you can find it on Twitter. Oh, there it is. There it is. Okay, here. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, okay, yeah. Here, here's the actual tweet. This is the one I saw the other day. Uh, closed captioning on Twitter. There you go. Take a look at that. Um, yeah. Oh, Richard Hensel, it, it, our good friend Richard Hensel, uh, tweeted this out from PBS Now uh, News Hour. Uh, two pictures there. It says, Democrat leader Schumer, senators, my name is Patsy Baloney. 
So, I mean, how I mean, how fitting is that? <laughs> um but anyway, let's get to the uh, the Jay Suckalo uh audio. So boring. So absolutely boring. And this is where uh, you'll get to hear him say uh where is it? Danger. 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 Oh, I'm sorry. Will I Robinson. I dozed up. Will Robinson. Will yeah, Robinson. The, the Will Robinson one was was better than that, you know. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. No, Will Robinson. Danger. Yeah. But, yeah, here's uh, Jay Suckalo's danger, danger, danger. What we are involved in here, as we conclude, is perhaps the most solemn of duties under our constitutional framework. The trial of the leader of the free world and the duly elected president of the United States. It is not a game of leaks and unsourced manuscripts. That's politics, unfortunately, and Hamilton put impeachment in the hands of this body, the Senate, precisely and specifically to be above that fray. This is the greatest deliberative body on earth. In our presentation so far, you've now heard from legal scholars from a variety of schools of thought, from a variety of political backgrounds. But they do have a common theme. Uh-huh. With a dire warning. Uh-huh. Danger. Uh-huh. Danger. Uh-huh. Danger. Uh-huh. To lower the bar of impeachment. <laughs> based on these articles of impeachment okay would impact the functioning of our constitutional republic and the framework of that constitution for generations no 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 i asked you um to put yourself in quoting um mr Schiff's manager Schiff's statement his father oh, made god about putting yourselves in the shoes of someone else and I what I said I'd like you to put your shoes your yourself in the shoes of the president <laughs> I'd like to put no. put your shoes in the president <laughs> I, I'd like to put a shoe one shoe in the president right up his fucking Jesus backside God. we're supposed to feel sorry for him now put yourself in the shoes of our poor president no god oh, it's the no. saddest that story was- not unless that guy at the bowling alley sprays them. Yeah, thank you, Joe. Oh, so <laughs> sad. And what a riveting, what a riveting presentation he had there. And the rest is history. Impressed? Always like to keep my audience riveted. Jesus, God. I just, I don't get their argument. Danger. I don't get them. Danger. Danger. Will Robinson. Danger, Will Robinson. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ. What? What was that? This is this is our this is our our government. 
This, this is I our wanna, government. I want to apologize, and I, but I, I want to say it quietly. I want to apologize to any of our listeners who Jay Sokolow put to sleep right now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and the rest is history. Impressed? <laughs> Always like to keep my audience riveted. I did not listen to I did not listen to to their defense. I followed along. I listened to chat, you know, to clips because I wanted to keep my sanity. Yeah, yeah. And, but he was actually more exciting than some other guy. I think his name was I don't know if it was placebo. There was another there was another lawyer in there. Patsy Baloney? No, it wasn't Patsy <laughs> Baloney. It's his name literally started with P. I thought it, I, I thought it was either placebo or somebody in the chat I, I, can help. I don't me. know. There's I don't any, know. but they were made. people like you know Jackie Schechner and and you know yeah good. They were like, oh my god, yeah. He literally oh is god. trying to put. He literally was trying to put senators to sleep. He was that boring. Yeah. <gasps> uh well. I I remember his yeah. name? It wasn't. It, Placebo pluribus unum. E pluribus unum. Yes, that was his name. I don't know. I don't. I can't remember his name, um, but it did start with okay. a P. It's okay. A P and it had a U and it had an S and a B. So. Did he? Did he punch him in the? Did he punch himself in the face? We watched Ken Starr punch himself <laughs> in the face and then walk off the floor. Yeah. So, uh, thank you, Ari Melber. That's Ari Melber's first ever. Oh, let's give an amen to Ari Melber, everybody, amen. here on Turn Up the Night. Amen. I believe that is Ari Melber's first short edit ever. We watched Ken Starr punch himself in the face and then walk off the floor. I'm gonna I'm gonna search right now. Nope, that's it. That's Ari Melber's claim to fame on Turn Up the Night right now. What do you think, Joe? I know you're a big fan of Ari Melber. It's a pretty good one, right? I do. I do. I, I liked it. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. The visual so. is is wonderful. Oh <laughs> yeah. She can start punch himself. In the Please Fight Club. Oh yeah, so and yet uh, it should be. We should remind everybody. Nobody defended the president. They did. Well, nobody said he was innocent. Nobody. Yeah. D- that's let's this let's to me get is to really yeah, important. Yeah, let's get to, let's get to the. I, I've saved the Adam Schiff audio for last. Um, because I've got two two great clips here from Adam Schiff, and I'm sorry the audio is not great. For some reason, it's very tinny. I don't know what was going on at the press conference, but um, here Adam Schiff just nails uh, Suckalo on uh, saying, "Well, Trump, you know, Bolton can't testify because it was just a policy disagreement <laughs> over withholding aid to Ukraine uh, to, and you know, uh, to make sure they investigated the Bidens." But yeah, so he's not buying that shit story, and good for Adam Schiff. So here, here's uh, the first of two clips from Adam Schiff. They used their time uh, uh, in defense to smear the Bidens, an object that they unsuccessfully sought to do with the whole Ukraine scheme, um, attack the managers and other distractions. But in terms of the actual facts themselves, um, while they have at their disposal 
any number of administration officials and agency officials who worked with the president, by the president through this whole period of time, did they choose to rely on any of them, call any of them, hear from any of them, uh, any of them that could come and testify and support the president's position? And the answer is not a single one, because none of them can. Uh, and the one Ooh. that has now offered to come forward, uh, they're determined to try to prevent it. But I don't think, frankly, that we could have made as effective a case for John Bolton's testimony as the president's own lawyers. Um, and part of the way they did that today was the bulk of Mr. Sekulow's argument was this is merely a policy difference. Uh, that's all this is. Uh, they're seeking to impeach the president over a policy difference um, as if... Um, as Sekulow would have us believe, Donald Trump um, released the military aid because he was so grateful that the Ukrainian parliament passed a anti-corruption court bill. Uh, and he was just waiting for that the whole time. Okay, No one believes that. Not a single person. And thank you. That was it was a little slow, but you know what that was. Okay, now watch this. I'm just gonna break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. Jeez. It was not Nancy Pelosi Rex Quan though, but it was pretty close. Not really, but it, but and, yeah. and it really isn't if 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 we are to believe the Trump administration saying it was a policy difference. Mm -hmm. And if we were to ignore the fact that he did give the money to Ukraine in 2017 and 2018, and if we were to believe that it was because he wanted to root out corruption, uh, bad stuff in Ukraine, yeah, then it's not a policy difference because that's exactly what Biden was doing. So, yeah. If if you're gonna if you're gonna follow that law and and I love I love him I do, but if you're gonna follow that thing, then why are they fighting so hard to say it's 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 Biden? Because Biden was actually rooting out corruption. Yeah, yeah. I mean he got he he helped as point man. Uh, he helped get rid of the guy who probably would have. If Hunter Biden would have been part of Burisma at the time, he would have been the guy Which he would he have want he would have wanted him on his side at that point because he was protecting these big companies. I mean, th th this is this is where I I just I love Schiff. Yeah. Everything about their everything about what they're trying to argue just there are facts. Mhm. Mm there are facts, and and you can't say that Trump was fighting corruption when when he, he wasn't. gave all the money when the corrupt government was there. Yeah, uh, you think about that. Yeah. I mean, that's like a strange thing to think about. But he gave the money and mm -hmm. in twenty seventeen to twenty eighteen. Yeah, Joe, go ahead and jump in before I get to the next Adam Schiff clip. <laughs> just jump to the clip all right here we go and i love this one because adam schiff is like look i'm not into playing this whole game you want witness for witness you want to give us you know if we get bolton we have to give you hunter biden no 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 i have a much better idea that's not a game we're interested in playing but and you may have to well uh <laughs> 
I can tell you uh, what my testimony is. He's guilty, uh, and he should be impeached. Um, and I think the idea is uh, an absurd one, but then this is what you have to fall back on when you know just how damaging John Bolton's testimony is going to be. And I would say the same of Hunter Biden. If they want to a, a witness for witness, then let them call Mick Mulvaney. Ooh. Mick Mulvaney has said that he disputes what John Bolton has to say. Let them call Mick Mulvaney. Let them call Secretary Pompeo. Ooh. Uh, let them call people that are percipient witnesses to this scandal and this corrupt scheme. Uh, if they want a witness for a witness, but that's not really what they want. Uh, they want a distraction, yeah. and I don't think the senators want to allow their proceeding to be turned into a circus. Okay, now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. Much better, Rex Quando. You're learning, Adam Schiff. That was Nancy Pelosi style right there. You want witness for witness? Give us Mulvaney. Give us Pompeo. Those are the guys who are saying that that uh, Bolton is lying, not Hunter Biden. That's not a fair exchange. That's not a reasonable exchange. And, you know, and again, it's a distraction. Everything about Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, and Burisma has been debunked over and over. I, we just did it here again. Thank you, Rain. <laughs> you know, I mean, none of that shit is real. What is real is John Bolton saying one thing. He was a part of the administration. And Mick Mulvaney and Mike Pompeo are saying different things. Come show us how John Bolton is lying. Oh, but wait, you can't. Because you're <laughs> lying. You have not suggested a single person come forward and say this. The, your quote-unquote president is innocent. Because you can't. Because you know he's guilty. You're just fucking bobbleheads now. You're cultists. You're in it to win it, election-wise, and that's it. You want to, you want to, you want to shit all over the country, and you know, uh, feed your, you know, uh, your bobblehead base uh, a bunch of bullshit conspiracy theories, and get them all riled up, and so they'll buy the T-shirts and they'll put the stickers on the cars and wave the flags in the front yards. That's all you care about. That's all you care about. They never cared about the truth. They'll never care about the truth. And I don't know what it's going to take to to end this catastrophe of lies, deception, and, and just criminality. But it will end someday, folks. It will end someday. And I think that was my parting shot, so I should give you guys your parting shots. Oh. So... <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, no, but, but feel free to respond to that clip if, if you would like, um, you know, and then we'll, we'll do parting shots. Joe, do you have anything to say about yeah. what Adam Schiff said there? Yeah, well, it's true. I mean, I mean, this whole idea of, of anybody, but somebody with relevant, relevant information about the crime that, that the person's on trial on is ridiculous. He wants to turn, you know, Trump and the Republicans would like to turn this into a circus, bringing Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, and nothing better than making it appear on national television that Trump's most potent, perhaps most potent rival in the mm -hmm. next 
coming election and make it appear he's on trial. Yeah. And cross-examining Joe Biden. Can you imagine? I mean, why? Other than, than trying to humiliate the man. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's all conspiracy theories. It's all been debunked over and over and over. But they won't let it go. They're like a fucking pit bull on a pant leg with this shit. Because it's all they have. That's it. That's it. So, Rain, uh, what are your thoughts on the clip there? Adam Schiff. Um, he's right. <laughs> he's right. Uh, the thing is, is that, you know, Mick Mulvaney will back, can actually, he actually pre-backed this up. He said there was a quid pro quo. He did. We do it all the time. Before we found out about, so now Mick Mulvaney can actually come in if he really wants to. He can come in and be like, yeah, yeah, Biden's, or Bolton's right. Sure. Um, but my, my, my parting shot is two things. Okay, well, and, we weren't quite there, but yeah, go for it. If, you, if you're ready for I, parting shots, go for I'm it. I'm ready for my parting shot. All right. Um, so it's it's two things. And one is, it's from, it's from Charlie Pierce yesterday. And he said this, and he's really spot on, that the entire defense team is pitching a story made up by Russian intelligence services. Yeah. Because we were told, we were told by, I think it was Fiona Hill, that this is entirely made of whole cloth from the russians and so i've been it's been rolling around in my head like the past few days and this is sort of disheartening and i do hope we still get to see john bolton because the senate right now my parting shot really is that the senate right now is giving trump the republicans in the senate they're giving Mm -hmm. trump the one thing that Ukraine wouldn't, and that was an investigation into the Bidens. Yeah. You know, we, we saw two days of them just speaking about Burisma and Hunter and Joe and all of this stuff. And then we heard Joni, Joni Ernst saying, I'd like to see how this is going to play out in Iowa. Yeah. And the, the Republican Party is giving them the investigation that, they, that Trump asked for from Zelensky. And Zelensky wouldn't give it to them. They're giving it to him. They're not balking. Yeah. So that's my parting shot. I really, really hope we get to, to see at least Bolton as a witness. That's I it. hope so, too. I hope so, shot. too. All right, Joe, what do you have on the way out? Uh, just a, a little uh, article from January 1st, 1921. Nice. Here Good it times. is. Good 99 times. years ago. From the Ti- Scranton Times Tribune. Less lynchings in 1920 than the previous year. Oh, God. Yep. It uh, goes on to say, uh, let's see, 53... Uh, I'll say African Americans and eight whites, victims of mob uprisings. Uh, causes of lynching for uh, white people: insecurity, uh, murder five, insulting oh. women one. No charge except being a foreigner one. <laughs> Killing an officer of the law one. Against blacks, 
murder five, attempted murder four, killing an officer of the law five, killing a landlord in a dispute six. Oh, God. Rape fifteen, attempted rape three, assisting a fugitive to escape three, wounding another two, insulting a woman two, knocking down a guard escaping from a chain gang, then returning and surrendering two. Now that's curious. <laughs> that's you, uh, mob justice. I mean, and, and that's the thing. I mean, what they're saying? Oh yeah, that's you know these are all the only reasons people were lynched. But lynched. it's like it was never yeah. proven in a court of law, right? No, jumping a labor contract one, threatening to kill a man one, oh, cutting a man in a fight one. For receiving a stay of a death sentence because another one confessed to crime, one. Telling you your mother, one. telling uh, your mother joke, five. Think of that one. You received a stay of a death sentence because someone else confessed to the crime, so they lynched you anyway. Oh my God! Peeping through the window at a woman, one. Oh my God! How about this one? Insisting on voting. One. Oh! Thanks, Obama! Now, states in which lynchings occurred? <laughs> You'll like this. Alabama, seven. Oof. Arkansas, one. California, three. Florida, seven. Georgia, nine. Mm. In what? In, in that year? In Well, this would be... Uh, this, this would be in 1920, yeah. Okay. This article appeared on January 1st, 1921. So this is for 1920. Illinois, one. Kansas, one. Kentucky, one. Minnesota, three. Mississippi, seven. Oof. Let's say, like, Texas. Ah, Texas is the winner. Ten lynchings in 1920. Oh, my God damn it. God damn it. How would, about that? I would like to point out that that was the amount of lynchings that were put on record. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, and and they say at the beginning. Now, this is uh, that that's not uh, counting. This is from the Tuskegee Institute. There were fifty six incidents in which officers of the law prevented lynchings during the past year. Yeah, oh yeah. well, ain't that mighty white of them? Of these, mm. ten were in northern states. Forty six were in southern states. Oh, wow! Wow! Yeah. Well. All right, we gotta we gotta wrap up the show. Uh, what's coming up on the Tim Cornwall show tonight? Because uh, it is Tim, coming up. Yeah, on the Tim Cornwall what was the show. The clown car. The clown car. We did uh, the trial of Trump. The home game. Oh, the home game. Brought to you by one Gene Uber. Oh, cutouts Gene. included. <laughs> did you have some Gene Huber clips in there? I, no, he didn't have, have Gene, but we have genuine G U Gene Uber uh, uh, game pieces that he made uh, available to the public. Wow, that is good. Yes. Are they were they yes. made out of a, a cardboard box? Card, uh, cardboard, yeah. Cardboard. I got a six foot cardboard box of President Trump in my house, and I salute yes. that every single day. And I pray I wonder, and tell him, Mr. President, I pray for your safety today. And I'm not lying. I do that every single day to the president, but it's cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. He still does, guys. Probably. 
Probably. Or maybe he masturbates he, to it. Well, he might be dead from meth too, well, so who knows? He does he does in my clown car. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, I, I have two two uh, uh, memes I want to read. The first one was shared by President, um, and the other one I tweeted retweeted the other day. Um, I love this, President. Thank you for sharing this. Our President Donald J. Trump is not receiving a fair trial. Republicans have turned against him and won't call witnesses that will exonerate him. Tell your Republican senators to call witnesses. Oh yeah, I like that. Yes, very good. We'll give you a, a, you know what we're going to give you for that? Uh, yeah. And uh, this is something I tweeted out uh, the other day. Um, um, it was from um, oh somebody replying to Geraldo Rivera. I don't know. Uh, nitwit. Nitwit. And uh, it says, all you need to know about this impeachment is that the people who said Trump is guilty testified under oath. And the people who said Trump was innocent were too chicken shit to say it under oath. Yep. Mm-hmm. So there yeah. you go. There you go. Fucking A. And what a fucking place. You Trump cultist, man. You picked a fucking winner, didn't you? Shit. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Time to end the show. I almost said time to go to break, but no, it's time to end the show. Ah. We're going to end the show. We love you all. We'll see you all this Friday on Turn Up the Night. And Bobber might or might not be back, and maybe we'll have yeah. some more names for Rain Studio and Bobber's Brewery. Ooh. We'll find out. It's a mystery that shall be solved here on Turn Up the Night. See you guys. We love you all. Bye. Love you. Bye. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. Danger. 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 Danger, Will Robinson. Danger, no Will Robinson. Danger.